This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can bring up anything toll-free. 800-259-9231 is the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Nick. And Mark. 800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. All right, so last night we continued our coverage of the polygamist sect, as uh, the term has been bantied about in the mainstream media. These uh, folks, the Fundamentalist Church of Latter-day Saints, which I kept saying uh, on the air as FDLS. No, it's FLDS. Anyway, uh, the FLDS cult has been raided in Texas, in case you're not aware. They went in a couple weeks ago at this point. And, uh, you know, the cops, the Texas state government folk, went in there, kicked in the door, and literally took 400 kids, 460-something kids, out of their homes and into state custody. And it's, uh, you know, that if that alone weren't tragic enough, it was all done on the flimsiest of pretenses. In this case, a uh, alleged phone call from a 16-year-old girl who was allegedly in the ranch or living on the uh, the compound of the F uh, the FLDS, the Fundies. The fundies. Mm-hmm. That's good. The Fundies. Well, the Fundies uh, Fundies actually generally refers to fundamentalist Christians. Christians, so it's probably not fair to bandy about that term. The not LDS the fundies. fundies. LDS mm-hmm. Fundies is what they are. And uh, so I say alleged because. Well, there has not been, (laughs) they have not found out who the girl was. The cops have no idea who this person was, unless there's some breaking news that I didn't check right before the show. I didn't see anything. So they have no idea. So uh, they had an anonymous phone call that they have no evidence actually even came from the compound. And that was what they used to go in with their crack team of SWAT team people and there was a standoff and they took 400 kids out of their home uh they ransacked the place we read a letter or excerpts from a letter from some of the mothers to the governor of texas begging to be allowed back into their homes and uh begging to have their children back well the latest on the story is according to good morning america at abc news at this point Nearly all of the 139 women from the Fundamentalist Church of Latter-day Saints who volunteered to accompany the group's children taken by authorities left police custody late today and headed back to the polygamous sex rural Texas compound. Now, if you were to just read that first paragraph, you would think... I do sometimes read stories. Right, because normally in the first paragraph of a news story, it summarizes the story, right? You would think that... Oh, well, the moms, they've decided to go back home and leave their children to state custody. I mean, if you just read it the way it it sounds, but that wouldn't be quite accurate. See, what happened was they took the 400 kids. 400 plus kids, right. Right. And the moms were just standing there uh, as their kids were being taken away. So they decided to follow their kids, you know, to find out where they were being taken, how they were being treated, that sort of thing. Makes and, sense. And they were allowed to do so. And I'm I'm guessing the reason was because the state probably just didn't have the facilities or the staff to handle 400 kids. I mean, normally when yeah. DCS or CPS Huge. goes and takes a kid, it's a family's worth of kids. 
you know, four at the most, something right. like that. So, uh, so they allowed the mothers to come with their children, and now at this point, they are booting them out. So the 416, now apparently it's not 461, it's 416. Now I've seen that twice in the news. Uh, the 416 children were taken into state custody. Uh, let's see, earlier this month, the women went voluntarily to be with their children at that time. Authorities said all the women except those with children younger than four years old were told to leave and return to the ranch. Told to leave. That's right. They were ordered out. Yeah, get out. So they left, but they didn't leave necessarily willingly. Exactly. In fact, maybe this had something to do with the fact that some of the mothers wrote a letter complaining about the treatment mm. of their kids. To, I, hadn't, uh, I hadn't drawn that uh, conclusion, but Governor I, Perry. I think that it might be an apt one. That's speculation on my part. I think, it's, I, I think it sounds, sounds appropriate to me. But no, never fear. Texas CPS spokesbureaucrat Marissa Gonzalez said, had something to say about the, uh, the, s- the situation. She says, it's not the normal practice to allow parents to accompany the child when an abuse allegation is made. So, you guys should be happy we allowed them to come with the kids in the first place. This is not our normal practice. And we were, we were bending the rules for these people. That's the position of the state in this uh, case. The women left the children uh, after authorities moved the youngsters to a new shelter following complaints about the conditions of their custody, according to the Department of Child Protective Services. Dozens of buses filled with the children were seen late Monday driving under police escort, where they had been held since being taken from their ranch earlier this month to the local coliseum where some children have already been staying. The move comes shortly after a judge in indicated she would not make a decision this week on whether to keep the, uh, the children in state custody or return them to their parents in what is shaping up to be the largest child custody case in state history. So we had reported yesterday that the, this judge was looking at the case and she was expected to decide. So now she's saying she's not going to make a decision this week, which actually is a decision to keep the kids in state custody. Right? The judge not making a decision leaves the state of affairs as the default, which right. is the 416 kids are staying in the custody of the state government. 1-800-259-9231 is the SACL CAI toll-free line if you want to comment on this. And, and let us know how you feel, because this is, this is an outrage, uh, an, an absolute outrage against freedom. And it just it started bad, and it just continues to get worse. This story hasn't mentioned that the kids are breaking out with sickness now. You know, the, I think the one thing that we need to, uh, you know, make sure that we address here is that there have been many, many, many complaints over the years about this uh, FDLS um, from, you know, children that used to be there, children that escaped, all that kind of stuff with mm-hmm. allegations of rape. It's it's not the first one. Allegations of violence, um, not the first one. And I I I, I think to some extent that. It makes it, it makes this less egregious. I'm not. This is not an, a, a good situation. I'm sure all the Texas authorities would tell you that. Look, this is a mess from the get go. But what are they supposed to do? You know, I mean, there's all these allegations out there. I think they're supposed to have evidence, real evidence, that would ha- you know actually stand up in one of their their own courts. In this what case, I don't understand this is, evidence won't even stand up in their courts. If they've got allegations of rape from people that have left F, uh, the FDLS. Um, do I have that right? Um, yeah, the FDLS sect. How come one of those people... FLDS. Hasn't, FLDS, whatever. Um, what what happens if they... Why don't they... Uh, one of these people that has been uh, brutalized and raped, um, 
by their families and, and this uh, the sect, why don't they step forward and say, look, this group is a bunch of crazy religious loons that uh, or the people that use uh, religion to get what they want and hurt people, and uh, I, I'm not going to stand for it. Why don't they do that? I mean, that that that, that seems to me the Wait, solu- why Your question is, why don't the people who've escaped yes. come out and say that? I, I, haven't they been saying that? I, uh, uh, well, then who's listening? Then? What is it you're, you're well, asking? Them? What are you they s- did, I mean, they, they have had people come forward. They convicted Warren Jeffs, who was considered... He was the leader of the church. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, they convicted him on multiple counts, so... There, there definitely have been cases of abuse that are pretty well documented within the church, but you have to remember that it's just a denomination like any other. So you have different, I don't know if you want to call them compounds, but different groups of people mm-hmm. living all across the Made United States Made up of different individuals. Right. Yeah. So you can, I mean, I, I'm not going to say you can't infer to a certain extent that you might be seeing the same practices going on from one place to another, but I don't think belonging to this church is enough in itself. Well, it sounds like the association this, with the church is what they were basically using as their reason to go in. Right, and I don't like I don't like that um, because any more than any other gated community should go and have all their kids taken away um, uh, based on a, a telephone call sounds ludicrous to or, me. Or, uh, but um, y- y- if if this compound, this particular group of uh, individuals was doing this. Somebody should have stepped forward. A real live uh, abused person should have stepped from forward from this compound, from this one, and then they could have brought charges. So that far, sounds none legit. of them. It just it, so this far is just a mess. They've had uh, over a hundred adult women in contact with the state uh, authority people, and that none of them has said anything. More on the way. It's Free Talk Live. Talk Live. You can take control of your way via the toll-free number and bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231 is the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, including live streams, broadband version of the show, dial-up version, both free for you. freetalklive.com. How much do you spend on coffee? JustPlainJoe.com offers over 60 different flavors, roasted to order with gourmet Arabica coffee beans in whole bean or ground at just $8 a 12-ounce package. It's roasted fresh to order, JustPlainJoe.com. Most orders are delivered within three business days via UPS. Buy eight, buy five packages and save on shipping. That's JustPlainJoe.com. 800-259-9231. Continuing to discuss the situation from El Dorado, Texas with the fundamentalists Latter-day Saints Church, uh, the fundamentalist Jesus Christ, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, they have been raided by the, not the federal government, but the Texas state government, the Child Protective Services Division. They have served these women by taking away their children from them, apparently, even though none, zero percent of the young people that they have taken, stolen from these poor women have actually complained about any sort of abuse. Zero percent. What happened was somebody called up a hotline, an abuse hotline, and probably in the middle of the night, because they left a message, no one spoke with this person. They called an abuse hotline, claimed they were living on this uh, FLDS compound, and claimed they were being abused, claimed they were 16 years old. And that's it. The, The goons went in, and stole 416 children from their mothers and fathers. And now they've made the women leave. That The women were originally allowed to come with their kids, which the uh, 
Texas Department of Children's Services says was bending the rules. Normally, they don't allow that sort of thing. So now they're cracking down again on the rules, and they're getting with the program, and well, these they, women have been forced out. They cracked down on the rules because somebody, um, what, some, the, women's, the women complained about uh, you know, the treatment. They, they wrote the governor, and it, it sounds to me like those two might very well be connected. Could very well be. Here is uh, more of an update. This is from the, uh, the Associated Press uh, at about 5 o'clock today. State officials defended their decision to uh, suddenly separate mothers from many of their children taken in the raid uh, a couple weeks ago in West Texas. Texas Children's Protective Services spokesbureaucrats said the separation was made on Monday after they decided that children are more truthful in interviews about possible abuse if their parents are not around. When state troopers and child welfare officials seized 416 children from the compound, 139 women accompanied them on their own and had been allowed to stay until Monday when they were driven back to the compound. Only women with children under five were allowed to stay. They said that they had made this decision after much discussion with experts. We believe their treatment at uh, we believe their treatment at home. If a parent wasn't present, the mothers have complained. I don't know what that statement means. It doesn't make sense. The mothers, it sounds like they dropped a word somewhere. Yeah, the mothers have complained that the state deceived them, but Meisner, the bureaucrat, said the situation was explained, and while there were tears, the operation went smoothly. <laughs> well, what did you expect them to do? Jump on the people and tackle them and, uh, you know, choke, at, uh, choke them for trying to take you away from their kids? I mean, you're lucky that didn't happen, but of course all you're going to get is tears as they file out obediently into the cars for you to drive them away. Well, you know that's that's how people deal with the state. Now, you know I can see why the uh, they wouldn't want to have the mothers in the interview room when the children are talking mm-hmm. to uh, you know counselors or psychologists or whatever these bureaucrats are. But um, they could you know wherever it is they're housing them, someplace called the Coliseum. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Um, <laughs> they, they could let the mothers stay at the Coliseum, sure. take care of the kids, <laughs> and then interview them singly without the. Uh, um, that way they, they don't have the uh, alleged abuser right in the room glaring at them, making sure that they don't give the wrong answer. Uh, but I would imagine that's what I, they were I, I doing. I would totally imagine that's what they were doing. Um, but, you know, I'm just saying that it, 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 I, do, I don't go for their uh, reasoning for kicking the moms out. Although the bureaucrat called the decision typical, in any case her agency works every single day, she also ticked off a list of obstacles making the seizure of more than 400 children from their uh, from the polygamous sect, anything but typical. She said child welf- uh, welfare officials still can't find birth certificates for many of the children. Making they probably par- don't have birth cer- certificates. That's why. Yep, making parentage and age determinations impossible. She said many of the children don't know who their parents are, and many have the same last name but may or may not be related. She said it's a difficult process. Authorities raided the sex. We're supposed to feel sorry for the uh, the state. I guess in this case. Uh, authorities raided the sex ranch more than a week ago in response to the allegations that we discussed earlier. And uh, so there you go. The the mothers say here that it feels like someone is trying to hurt us, said Paula, who, like other members of the sect, declined to give her full name. I do not understand, she said, how they can do this when they don't have a for sure knowledge that anyone has abused these children. And it's like you were saying a moment ago, Mark. If there was some abuse going on, certainly one of these 138 women would have experienced it and would care enough to speak out because they would have the protection they, they might need at this point, right? Right. I, it would seem like they, they are away from you know the compound. Now, sir, certainly there's going to be a certain amount of Stockholm Syndrome, mm-hmm. but you know the, I'm, I'm sure that the, uh, the stadies there in, in Texas have said, oh, look, ladies, this is your opportunity. We'll put you up in a, a, a shelter. 
you know you'll have uh, you'll you'll be safe you and your kids you don't you won't have to worry about these people uh, they they can likely give them an assumed name in a different state they can move them so far away from these people that it'll never be a problem i'm sure they made some kind of offers to these uh you know these folks as far as uh, amnesty and uh, protection and i just and and none of them took it. 130 women, 400 and something kids. That's right. They've all been asked to leave. What if? Forced to leave. What if? Just I, I realize this is crazy sect, but what if this was the only one, the only uh, you know uh, church of this particular sect that didn't abuse kids and didn't rape their girls and didn't kick out young boys? Maybe possible. it's possible. It's possible. Uh, Brenda, who and, is a- and in in America, that's how we do the legal system. Well, it was. You well, mean with evidence and accusations, real a real accuser? That's what we're you can told. Identify? Yeah, that's what we're told that uh, we we do these things. An accuser you can face. Uh, Brenda, a 37 year old mother of two teenage boys, said the women, the um, FLDS women, were threatened with arrest if they resisted the court order. Previously, the women had been told that they could stay with the children until at least Thursday, when a custody hearing is scheduled. She said, the state is accusing the uh, people of abuse, blah, blah, blah. Brenda and the others were critical of CPS, saying the agency misled them as to what was happened uh, to happen Monday, weren't told why the children were removed from the compound, and given inaccurate messages about opportunities to meet with attorneys. What's up really, with the state's what a, lying? What a surprise. You know, I, I, th- what this bra- draws up in my mind is that when Russell Canning got arrested here in uh, mm-hmm. Keene, and I happened to be on, um, you know, present for that, and they lied to you lied to Lauren, lied to everybody about what they were doing with him and That's where right. they took him. And they continued to lie. Yeah, they, they just lied. And obscure. They, 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 as far as they're concerned, it is their uh, you know, strategic disinformation is something that is completely allowed within the parameters of their job. The, one of the FLDS members says, we got to the point where we just said, we cannot believe a word you say. We cannot trust you. And that's that is pretty much the appropriate position to be taking when it comes to government that's people. How I, yeah, that's kind of how I feel with uh, any bureaucrat I'm dealing with. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. It mentions that they have still yet to find the young girl who allegedly made that phone call. And finally, uh, one of the mothers said, "It's been all through history. We were just here trying to live a peaceful, happy, sweet life. We don't understand why we can't do this freely. It's because you live in America." Wait a minute. What's wrong with that statement? More coming up. It's Free Talk Live. It's time to pick a candidate, a serious candidate for president, and start moving forward. That candidate is George Phillies. This is George Phillies, Libertarian for President. I approved of this message, paid for by Phillies 2008. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Nick. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. And the features, by the way, include the Shrine of Female listeners. Dozens of ladies have sent us their validated photo to prove they listen to the show. Head over to shrine.freetalklive.com. See what it's all about. That's shrine.freetalklive.com. And the Free State Project's Porcupine Freedom Festival is better known as Porkfest. It's happening June 9th through the 15th, and at Porkfest... You'll be able to see firsthand why New Hampshire is one of the country's best places to live, as well as listen to concerts, enjoy some barbecue, and socialize with other liberty lovers around the fire. Discover new freedoms, new communities, and new beginnings. Register today at porkfest.com. That's P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com. We go to the phone calls. Uh, Carl in Montreal, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Carl. 
Hey, I had a news article I wanted to share in regards to alternative fuel, and uh, I, I thought it was interesting. Um, just wonder why we don't have one of these cars around today. It Which was cars? It was a car with a steam engine that could get 2,400 kilometers on about uh, 30 gallons of water. And it was from 1925. The car disappeared around the Great Depression, but it was a doble. Um, let me see. The, the guy's name who invented this. It um, just it, worked on water? It didn't after, have any, any other doble, fuel? Yeah, it ran on regular water. It was, had a steam engine. And this guy perfected the engine where it could even recover all the used steam. It had a condenser in it, like Stanley Motor Company. I'm and no he, genius um, about uh, you know, combustion engines and steam, steam engines and all these kind of things, but don't you need something to ignite? Uh, the water water's not really fuel uh, for a steam engine. Steam engines run on coal or wood or something like that. They have to get hot. What's getting it hot? Well, I'm reading the article here. He said that he started the Doble Steam Motor Company, and he had a, a there was a problem with the steam car, just like you said, a slow startup time, and the constant adjustments required to keep the engine running. And he came up with a flash boiler which was ready to go in about a minute. And he also solved the, I'm reading from the paper here, the messy and sometimes dangerous task of lighting the burner by using two electric spark plugs to ignite a gun-type kerosene burner, similar to that in modern furnaces. So did he use kerosene too? No, no. It was a, I guess it was a burner. Maybe it had some kind of a burner or something. Mm-hmm. It was you have to have something to, to burn in the burner, like yeah, kerosene. And, then he, and this heated the tube-filled cylinder. Cylindrical boiler, and it yeah. was so efficient that it could get 2,400 kilometers. So, so what's this? You know, what's the theory here, Carl? That uh, you know the, the gangsters in the car industry came and shut them down is well, the old story. Well, basically, it was in the paper yesterday, and I thought mm-hmm. I'd share. And it could, uh, I mean, to get that many uh, kilometers on 30 gallons of water, 110 liters of water, uh, and it, I mean, it had yeah. a thousand pound feet. A torque at zero RPM. I don't know all that stuff. I'm not a car expert, but very interesting. You know, there's certainly some uh, intriguing inventions that uh, allegedly have been shut off from the mainstream. And I don't know, maybe they'll surface someday. Here. Who knows? It had a picture here. It was in the, probably in the Montreal Gazette okay. website. But the name of the, of the article is Doble Never Gave Up on Steam Car Dream. And I guess he pursued this until his death in 1961. Yeah, Thank just, you for the call tonight, Carl. We appreciate I it. I can't imagine at all how uh, you know a steam engine could run on just water. It couldn't. But they had trains that ran on steam, I know. Steam yeah, engine. but they burned coal. You have, to, you have to burn a combustible fuel to heat water into steam. You, or you have to use electricity. But you, right. you, you remember the, the choo-choos that ran on yeah. steam, right? They had a guy in the back, um, who's uh, the coal tender, whose job it was to throw coal into the uh, the fire there. That fire burned something. Sometimes it burned coal, sometimes it burns wood, but it needs to burn something. And it to doesn't, heat the water. It doesn't burn water. And so, I mean, yes, there's there's water involved in a steam engine, absolutely, and probably about as much water as you're talking about, certainly. But you too could have a steam run out automobile as long as you're ready to shovel some coal into a burner. There you go. Thank you for the call tonight, Carl. We appreciate it. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one is the SACL CAI toll free line. Uh, you know, it's funny that occasionally we'll get these calls in about the the mysterious old cars and the old inventions that were somehow just disappeared by the black cloak cabal conspiracy uh, between the car companies. 
But now, finally, we are starting to see some legitimate technology come out. Uh, the air car is in development right now. Yeah, Tesla I'm not sure Motors. the air car is the, 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 is the, the thing. I'm, I'm, you know what I'm certain of? The Tesla Motors is behind it, though, and they're, a real, they're the real deal. It's going to be an electric car. That's what makes sense. Use, running an electric uh, air pump generator in order to then, you know, to pump up the tank in a car mm-hmm. so that the car can run, that, that isn't going to be, I mean, you lose energy every step of the way. So the best way way it seems to me is going to be batteries better batteries for cars that that spin engine you know spin uh, little motors at faster rpms uh, you know i i don't know how long it's going to be for americans uh, you know that would want to do that but you know i'm willing to go, I, w- I would be willing to deal with a car that only went 50 miles an hour i could live with that well yeah, around here in new hampshire you Especially around here in New Hampshire. Bat- I mean, battery power probably Most is... Most of the tractors we drive don't go much faster than that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Battery power, you're probably right that the electric car is the end game. Like, it's the most efficient vehicle you could get. But I think compressed air, it sounds like, from what I was reading about the air car, it's kind of getting to the point where it's feasible. Well, I Mr. Mean, Mr. Doble's uh, uh, steam-powered car that only runs on water sounds feasible from what uh, you know they said. These people writing the articles don't, don't well, necessarily know what they're talking yeah, but, about. But I get. I mean, if Tesla's behind it, I'm sure they're not putting out crap that no one's going to buy. They, yeah, they've they actually seem, got real yeah. working electric yeah. cars and on the marketplace. It sounded, from what they were saying in the articles, like four minutes to refuel this from an air compressor. You know, so, I believe Tesla's, um, that the Tesla's this great company when they drive an electric car up here and let me cruise it around the block. <laughs> Until then, I'm, I'm remaining skeptical. I, you know, the, the Zap car, they, they took a little wind out of my steams. If uh, somebody knows about Tesla, wants to get a hold of Tesla and have them get a hold of the show and uh, let me drive one of their cars... Fine and dandy. Then, then I'll sit here and I'll sing to the high heavens about them. But I, I'm not so sure that they've got an electric car that really works yet. Yes, I know the story about how GM killed the e car or whatever. No, I'm pretty I, sure they're actually they, they actually have electric cars on the market. Yeah, they do, but they they're very expensive at this point. Right. If you want one that actually works, it'll get you 50 miles, and you'll pay 150 thousand for it. They have the technology. I don't need it. I don't need to go 50 miles. I could get one, you know, one that would go 25 right, but, would be plenty for me. Right, but how many people want to pay 150000 for an electric car that will only take them 50 miles? Not very many. Rich, it's the very beginning of the market. Yeah, segment. Hollywood liberals, and that's pretty much your market. Well, you've and got, that's, that's who the, they sell apparently it to. The that's Zap, why they're out in apparently California. Apparently, the Zap car has a vehicle that will go um, like 40 miles an hour, and it'll go like 20 miles on the batteries that it has. Isn't that the one that doesn't go uphill, though? <laughs> well, it, it's weak. Yeah, certainly, it's weak. But that's the original. Um, that's the original set of batteries. I, they I have think an upgraded the, uh, set of batteries that I don't have the Tesla website in front of me. But as I recall, when we were looking into it before, their claim is like zero to sixty in a re- relatively short amount of time. So well, I imagine their vehicle can actually go up a hill. Generally, if something's too good to be true, it usually is. And I think that's what a lot of people forget when they hear about oh, we had you know they hear claims in some article online that yeah. oh, there used to be an electric car that could do. You know, 300 miles on a couple double D batteries, and that you know that, was, <laughs> that that was it. And you know, that's not doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Some of the, even some of these claims, from a science standpoint, what what how they explain it isn't even logical how they work. So you know, we have some of that technology out there now. It's just not that affordable and efficient. It's just cheaper to buy a gas-powered car. They say uh, hundred thousand dollars goes 250 miles. Um, that's by Tesla, and it's available for purchase now. Hundred thousand. Dollars. Yeah. This is still I think a lot. That's come down. That's a lot of money, though. If you wait a couple of months, it'll be even less because yeah. $100,000 will still be less. 
you know, but that's true. We're crashing because of inflation, yeah. which actually kind of leads me into another story I have here. Get it's it sh- now and finance it. It's a uh, short one from let's see, Mises, the Ludwig von Mises Institute. We're in the double digits, according to the producer Prince Index. It's out, and it shows a change in intermediate goods in March of 2008 from 12 months ago at a 10.5% increase. This now, what's follows, an intermediate good? This follows an 8.8% rate of increase uh, in February and January. So you're looking at uh, double-digit in, uh, inflation rate here, according to Mises. Don't ask me what an intermediate good is. I'm not the economist, Mark. You should find that out, because now I'm curious. Uh, but not good because that's where sort of things have been. Things have been up in the eight percent range for a little while, and now it's getting a little bit higher. Hmm. That's not a good thing. You'll find out what the intermediate good things, uh, the intermediate goods are, and we'll uh, explain that to you here in moments. And you can comment as well at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Bring up what you want. Plus, Nick, you've got information on food prices in America, which they're are a little more up. than ten percent. Yeah, apparently. they're way up. We'll continue. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up what you want via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Nick. And Mark. And you can join us online. Freetalklive.com is the place to go. And the features there are free. So enjoy those. And if you like the show, then we suggest that you support Free Talk Live by becoming an amplifier. Go to amp.freetalklive.com to get on board with the program. It'll cost you 3 bucks a month, and it'll get you access to some special perks, uh, perquisites, like access to our Amp Only Call-In Lines chat room forum and more. Uh, but most importantly, that money is going to a good cause, and that is to get Free Talk Live on more radio stations so more people can come across the message of freedom and liberty. And hopefully sooner rather than later. That's kind of the whole point, because it's accelerating the growth of Free Talk Live, and it's making a difference. Uh, in fact, just got an agreement in uh, just a moment ago from our existing affiliate in Tupelo, WKMQ, uh, they're going to be starting to take the weeknight show. I think Excellent. in about a week's time. So, they're so not the whole, all three hours? Or? All three hours, uh, all week long. Wow. So, yeah, that's exciting. And uh, a lot of this is because of Free Talk Live's amplifiers uh, getting out there and, and just throwing the show three bucks a month, less than the price of a cup of coffee in, uh, in some cases. And it makes a big difference for us. You, and, uh, again, you get the, the bonuses. We get a little bit of cash. It helps us out. Get on more stations. It's a good thing. Amp.freetalklive.com. So, producer Prince Index reveals that in March 2008, from 12 months ago, the change in intermediate goods is a 10.5 increase in prices. And Mark, you had looked up the term intermediate goods. What yeah, does it mean? I, I, had, I guess I have heard it before and just didn't know. No economist am I. Uh, steel, like a uh, raw material used in the production of many other goods, uh, such as bicycles. Bicycle would be, you know, the, sort of the the end good. The intermediate good is mm-hmm. the steel. Uh, car engines. They go into, you know, obviously steel goes into car engines, but there's several intermediates along the way in a car. Paint, plywood, pipes, tubes, ancillary parts, things like that. Makes things sense. that you use to make the end the product, final product that people buy. Got it. So we're now apparently in the double digits, at least on inflation in that particular area, or what is maybe evidence of inflation. And that is, of course, inflation is the inflation of the money supply. That's the correct definition of inflation. But some prices are a little bit higher than 10%. And Nick, you've got that story. What's going on there? Well, namely, I think people have noticed that their food costs are going up and their fuel costs. And um, notably food, according to uh, the Washington Post, 
uh, is up 41% since October 2007. So this Damn. wasn't long ago. This is, that's yeah. what, six, six months? months? Man, this is going to kill restaurants. So that's 41% in the United States, and the United Nations has identified 36 crisis countries. These are poor countries like Haiti, um, I think Nigeria, many poor countries around the world that were already on the edge of, of people being able to feed themselves are now, they're unable to do it on the budget oh, they're dear. on. I mean, in Haiti, people are living on $1 to $2 a day on average, and rice pretty much doubled from the reporting I've heard. Yeah. It went from like $0.40 cents for a good-sized container of rice to something like $0.80. Cents. Wow. And when you're on a buck or two a day... I heard $0.30 cents to $0.80. Cents. Oh, yeah. I don't. Well, it's possible it went up even more. I think I don't it was know. Uh, NPR I was listening to, to it on. Yeah, they're, they're eating biscuits made of dirt now in Haiti. Uh, not entirely of dirt, but wow. they add dirt. So dirt, as a filler. Well, there's... The, yeah, and there's minerals in it, right? Except in <laughs> Haiti. Well, all they, they, you know, and basically in Haiti, most of the topsoil's gone. So... Wow. That's not that uncommon. In very poor countries, I mean, people will eat basically filler, tree bark, dirt, mm-hmm. anything that will make your stomach fill fill up a little bit because you're just so hungry. Um, and thankfully, in the United States, we don't spend as much of our budget on food, uh, but the amount that we have to spend is growing. I mean, I know I notice yeah. it when I go to the go to the store. It's it's a lot of money, yeah. and yep. I don't buy the expensive uh, prepackaged foods. I just buy pretty much you know pasta, bread, meat, milk. Those are the main things I buy. And they're going up at quite a good clip. And so 41% since in the last basically six months, that's an incredible amount of inflation. And when you think about what lower and middle class families are spending their money on, it's mostly housing, food, and fuel. And food and fuel have gone through the roof. And taxes, but yes. Yeah, but but largely, you know, the, the things you need to get by day to day... Getting, and one thing you won't going, see is the government saying, you know, we see taxes. that there's a huge burden on Americans. They're liable to cap the, the cost of uh, fuel or cap the cost of that you can get for, uh, you know, a gallon of milk. But they will never say, we're going to cut taxes so you have some more money, citizen. It's They'll not, never say oh, that. It's not very likely. Some people are calling for uh, a suspension of the gas tax for the summer driving season because... I'm for that. Well, yep, yeah, I, I guess I am too, but... If you're still going to have government roads, it just means you the government takes a $10 billion hit, and where are they going to make that up? They're either going to print it or borrow it and cause more inflation and drive the dollar further further into inflation. So that's it's kind of a cycle that feeds on itself once the government starts trying to bail out uh, price increases. They're the result of the government's own policy with the money. It's There's no easy way out of it. I don't know. Stop the gasoline tax. Let us. Uh, we'll figure out something for the roads. Toll-free number is 800-259-9231. That is the SACL-CAI toll-free line. I was actually reading a a radio industry newsletter the other day, and I noticed an interesting quote. This from a retailer that the uh, the consultant who writes this newsletter works with, who owns a four... uh, He owns four big footprint pet supply stores. His quote, I can't make signs fast enough. What does that mean? Well, he's a barometer of how rising gas prices ripple through the economy and other prices as well, uh, other uh, inflated prices. After all, product has to move around at every stage of the manufacturing, distributing, retail process. He tells me that before he can update price signs throughout his stores, suppliers call with yet another increase. Hmm. So it's an anecdote. It's one man's example from one businessman in, a, in, you know, in the pet supply business, but he's saying that this is pretty, um, pretty much unheard of, that he's never had this level of price increases in his history of doing business. So, you know, take that for what it's worth. 800-259-9231.
Dollars crapping. All right, uh, we continue with your phone calls and go to Scott in Winnipeg on the amp line. Hello, Scott. Hi, okay. guys. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? I had a, 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 a amusing story coming out of my area today. Um, a car pulled over, guy busted with 9,000 uh, 9, joints, right? Nothing unusual about that, right? He rolled <laughs> um, 9,000 okay. joints? 9,000 joints, yeah. 9,000 rolled joints, okay. Uh, um, but the other part is that Health Canada today said they're looking for a new supplier for their medical marijuana. So I think these people should hook up. Ba-doom. And that'll, you know, solve yeah. a problem. That's cute. That's good. I like it. So the guy got pulled over in Canada for having 9,000 joints, but Canada has legalized marijuana? Sort of. We have medicinal marijuana through authorized growers. I see. And right now they're looking, they want companies to bid to be their authorized grower. Because the government can't grow its own weed, as I recall. They actually tried, and the, the weed that they turned out was just worse than ditch weed. It was just awful. That's what they said, yes. Yep. So, so now they're opening, they're opening up the bids, so maybe some U.S. company can come up here and uh, supply us our marijuana. No, I think that would be a lovely thing. Anything else going on, Scott? That's it. Thanks for the call tonight, dude. 800-259-9231. I haven't heard, other, you know, I haven't heard good things recently out of Canada because I guess they, uh, re-elect, or they elected some of the conservative party there, and they're trying to restart the war on marijuana and recriminalize marijuana and shut that'll, down the, that'll help. the medicinal program, which is all you know, what we've seen happens here in America. In Alaska, the Alaskan state government has for years been trying to recriminalize home possession of marijuana, which is legal there. You can have something like... Four ounces yeah, is a lot. Last quarter I pound. Knew. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a lot. But. You can have a lot of marijuana in your home completely legally, and the government people hate it, and they've been fighting tooth and nail ever since the day that that uh, was legalized to make it illegal again. Well, it's a never-ending battle with these people. Of course, when the conservatives so-called get in power, it's not things like in Canada getting rid of or at least opening up a private market in health care. It, it, that's not what they focus on. It's things like marijuana right. laws. They just want more control. They right. say they're about limited government and more. Sure, they, for they talk about these things. They talk about all the uh, the fiscally conservative stuff as though that's really what they're about, and they're not. No, they're a bunch of moralists that uh, think they know better how to live your life in the same way that the the Democrats or the liberals are. Uh, you know, they they think you, they they know how you should donate your money to the poor people, so they're going to make you do it. And uh, the the conservatives think they know how sh- what you should put it. In your body and how um, you know what kind of vice crimes are the right ones to have and 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 they're just all so you know some a bunch of hypocrites. Oh, same way with the liberals. I mean, the liberals will get in charge and they they won't get rid of say drug laws or at least relax them. They'll focus on Hillary's, tightening gun laws. Hillary's calling for uh, you know ban on video games or at least a ban on violence. Yeah, I so, mean, so I mean, even they are kind of moralists nowadays. So no matter which side of the spectrum you're electing, you're generally electing somebody who's going to increase the size of government and restrict the amount of freedom you have, yeah. regardless of what they talk about. They're not going to necessarily talk about the programs that are going to restrict right. your freedom more because they aren't necessarily as popular, but that's what they're going to end up focusing on when they're in office. I think what you what you see is that they they talk about, you know, the Democrats might talk about personal freedom, and the Republicans might talk about economic freedom, but when it all washes out, what you really get is total personal and economic control from both sides, total authoritarianism uh, in the results. So, 1-800-259-9231 is the SACL CAI toll-free line. Can we make the world a billion times better? One man says yes. We'll talk about that and take your calls about anything. Coming up in hour number two, this is Free Talk Live. 
With your help, we can spread the message of liberty around the world. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month now at amp.freetalklive.com. If you can't afford it, keep enjoying us for free. If you can spare the three, visit amp.freetalklive.com. It's your show. We're launching into hour number two of the program. Bring up whatever you want via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's the Sickle CAI toll-free line. And it's Ian here with you. And Nick. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are totally free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Another man with a, a fair amount of free features on his website is our very own Nick, who joins us from Free Minds TV. Uh, normally, he is a... Uh, television anchorman during the week uh, for Free Minds TV. And you can go and see him and Toby at freemindstv.com. And we do have an audio-only podcast now for online listeners, which is available through the website, and you can get it on iTunes and all kinds of places. So we're doing that, too. That's pretty cool as well. It's a relatively recent addition to the show, so uh, take your pick. And in fact, you also you're still doing. Are you still doing the audio track version of the the video? Yep, you can still listen to the uh, the television show as an audio podcast. But online. you're doing one specifically audio only. Yep. as well. Yep, cool. we are. We thought it'd be a little bit better. Hard to so, do so you're not taking the audio from the show. Both. They're doing both. We, we do both. Okay. Two yep. different shows, audio versions per week. So there's the. Audio track from the television show, gotcha. and then there's a special free, what they're calling Free Minds TV Radio or Free Minds Radio. Free Minds Radio is what we're calling it, but you get it through the same place. So, did you guys look into getting on the local uh, college station? Um, we've not done that yet, but we we are mulling it over. I think that's a, I think that'd be a cool idea because I don't think the local station's gonna hire anybody new anytime soon. So, getting on something for free would be the next best thing. Yeah, yeah, and you know. They're, it's a small station, so they're probably just looking for stuff to fill out their content, too. So, 800-259-9231. We go to your phone calls and start things out with Michael in North Carolina on the Appalachian Trail. Hello, Michael. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening, sir. What's on your mind tonight? Beautiful evening here right beside Fontana Lake. The sun's going over the mountains. Just uh, beautiful. But uh, and I'll talk about that tomorrow because there's something... Uh, government related to that i need to check out here but uh that's not why i called uh the reason i called is to remind all you uh taxpayers out there that today is april 15th it is the day that you need to take your uh form 1040 and burn it (laughs) i don't know if most of them are going to do that michael i'm i'm afraid uh my my girlfriend went and put her tax forms in the mail today. I, I wouldn't have even known it was that day unless she had actually, you know, if, if she hadn't waited till the last day in this particular case, it would have gone by unannounced uh, for me. And, in fact, I was so unawares of what day it was that there was, a, I guess, some sort of a protest that was hastily scheduled this morning, and I didn't even realize it was going on until this afternoon. So I, I missed out on all the protesting. I'm bummed out. About yeah, I that. didn't. I didn't even realize it either. I've been so busy hiking, but uh, I guess one of the other hikers here said he uh, forgot to file his taxes today, and uh, <laughs> that reminded me of it. So, but, does that uh, mean that you yourself have burned a 1040, and that you are uh, are no longer a slave to the system? Well, I, I don't have a 1040 out here, but if I did, I'd burn it <laughs> because uh, I, I have filed not my 4860 today. So. Taxes. So you have not filed federal. You have not filed in when? I'm sorry. We're both talking over top of one another. You have not filed your federal. Say again. 
I've not filed the federal income tax since 2005. Uh, it's about. I think that's about the year I stopped filing as well. So we're. I think we're about and, uh, in the same club. And I do not intend to. Well, now, why is that? What is your rationale for someone that is listening and hearing this for the first time and thinking, what? He's not paying his fair share? Yeah. Well, how would you address that? Well, here's the thing. We all know that the federal government is much too big. It does way too many things that it shouldn't be doing. Like exists. The only way that we're going to stop the federal government from doing the things it shouldn't be doing is to stop feeding money to it, because that's just coal on the fire that, that keeps it going. Yeah, it certainly doesn't make their process any more difficult, though I don't know how much more difficult it would become, even if a significant chunk of Americans stopped paying, they could just print out more money. That's I'm not trying well, to make it so people pay, uh... continue filing, I'm just looking at it from their perspective. I don't think they really care that much. You care enough to throw you in jail. Where, um, it says the IRS uh, took in, uh, or excuse me, didn't take in $300 billion that it said it was owed, and that's, that's from the people that aren't filing now, or they're, or they're just writing wrong numbers on their form to, to get more money back or whatever. Mm-hmm. If that increases, then uh, it will definitely make a big, big, big impact. I agree with you. And, and plus, you know, the, I think the real benefit to people not paying taxes is it would give them some level of if they had gotten to the point where they were courageous enough in order to not pay the federal government maybe that would kind of uh, help them down the road of other non-compliance or other of uh, you know voluntary alternative solutions to this government that we have or opening their mind to at least looking at some of those other options and maybe not participating with their state governments or local governments as well. So it could be, you know, a nice little liberty snowball kind of an effect if it actually happened, though I don't know how close we are to that actually happening. Oh, yeah, it could, it could happen. Uh, for me, for me though, it's a moral issue. I mean, I see what the government does, and, and you know, I've been, I've been covering this for a about the same amount of time, and it's just one thing after another after another. And you guys read some of it on your show, and, and we talk about it all the time. And I can't support, I, I cannot give money to these violent thugs, you know? Yep, I'm that's, the same way. That's basically what it boils down to. Absolutely. Uh, you know, who the hell are they, and how how was it that I became obligated to pay them in the uh, in the first place? No one has ever successfully oh. explained that to me. Well, they have guns. Well, okay, then that makes them a gang, and therefore they should be resisted as violent gangs should be resisted. So I think morally, uh, we're coming from a very, uh, a very solid uh, standing uh, point. Exactly, and that's why I haven't heard a peep out of the IRS because they do not want this. They they don't want somebody. They don't want to go after somebody like me because if they do, it is going to be a. It's good, it's just going to be a big stink, and I'm going to make them look bad. Well, right, because people like us aren't going to go, get up in front of a court and say, well, just show me the law and I'll pay you, because well, well, I don't care if there is Well, who knows what Ed Brown was going to do? They, they never even let poor Ed Brown uh, defend himself in, in court, so I'm not so sure that uh, they you know they actually are oh, scared. Oh, they let him defend himself, just not in, in completely in the way that he wanted to defend himself. So, not completely. You know, I I'm not even going the Ed Brown route with this. No. It's, like I said, for me, it's a moral issue rather than a, a legal one. Right. You, you write some funny words on some magic paper, and suddenly everyone has to do whatever the magic paper says. That's, that's law. I mean, that's what, that's what it is in a nutshell, but that doesn't make it right. 
Absolutely. Michael, great call tonight, and uh, thank you for the reminder to, to bring up this issue, and, and good luck continuing your hike there on the trail. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Yep, 800-259-9231 is the SACL CAI toll-free line. Now, if only we could get more Americans uh, to jump on board this particular train. It's pretty scary. Um, you know, the the whole idea that uh, they... You know, you file. Saying no to gangsters is a scary thing. There's no doubt about that. Not filing, you know, what is it? Uh, failure to file is one year in prison. But how many years? You know, you fail to file one year, two years, then it comes. You know, it's not like you're going to just stop for one year. So it keeps on piling up. They finally come get you after it's been ten years since you filed. It usually takes them a while. Mm-hmm. Then that's ten years in prison. One and then year. all the suckers still paying taxes get to pay to keep you in a jail cell. Well, great. That's just what I'm looking for. <laughs> oh. Yeah, those suckers paid just fine while I was in there the first time, and I'm not really terribly interested in, uh, you know, doing a repeat. But what if Michael's right? What if you know they are staying away from people like us simply because they know that the challenge is too great? Simply because uh, you know they may realize that some of us know the truth, and that is that this is nothing more than a gang of thugs that is doing business at the threat of violence, and that there is no obligation to pay a fair share or anything like that, and they couldn't possibly prove it if uh, if asked to do so. That sounds like the most wistful, wishful thinking that I've heard all day. Um, no, absolutely. The government is not scared of you. And Why don't the they go that, after Russell Canning? They've the, got him in custody. And the things that... You, how long has it been? You know, they, they, the wheels turn slowly. You can't yeah. push these bureaucrats. You can't say, hey, come get me about my taxes. He's come been, get me. He's been doing it a lot longer than any of us have. That's not, all. Not that, not that long. No, no, he hasn't. I thought I, it was since the, uh, since the early aughts. No, I don't. Early, maybe early aughts. Yeah, but that's that's nothing, you know, for how long it takes these people to come after you. No, well, anyway, I understand. Lots of people are scared. It's a scary thing. It's a gang. They're violent, scary. You know, they threaten your property. They threaten your family. But it's time that we stop putting up with it. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Keep the money you earn. Give yourself an instant raise. Take some of that money. Pay off some of the debts that you have. You could make your life so much better if you didn't pay these goons in the federal government. And besides, it's going to uh, to kill people anyway, so get a little bit of blood on your hands, too. More on the way. You can take control. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything. Toll-free number, 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Nick. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. The features on the site are free, so give uh, so enjoy those on us at freetalklive.com. The features, by the way, include the bulletin board system with over 340,000 posts. That's a lot of stuff to read, and there's a lot of stuff to talk about there. So head over to bbs.freetalklive.com and get interactive. It's bbs.freetalklive.com. Is another fad diet really the answer to losing those extra pounds? Are working out and eating right just no longer working to help you lose weight? You lose weight. If you can relate to that, then go read the story of a doctor who lost 37 pounds in one month and's kept it off. See the actual before and after pictures and read his story at notfatanymore.com. Want to get off the fad diet roller coaster forever? Then check out notfatanymore.com. 1-800-259-9231. Whether you want to talk about taxes, are you someone who hasn't been paying the federal government's taxes? If so, how long has it been? What has your story been? Have they come after you? Tell us your story at 800-259-9231. In the meantime, we go to the phones and talk to Paula in Florida. Paula, you're on Free Talk Live. Do you pay federal taxes, Paula? No. How long has it been? Uh, oh, geez. Let's see. Uh, 1992, I think. That's a long time. Did they Have they sent you any threatening letters or anything like that? Nope. Really? 
Uh, one thing, though, we need to know, you just talking about inflation. Yeah. They just had a day. They're going to start printing up more money. Well, that's a... <laughs> they probably do that every day. That's probably yeah. true. But, I mean, the thing is, though, I mean, we cannot afford it. I mean, this is just going to destroy our money totally. It's, they're in the process of doing they're that. They're doing yeah. their very, yeah, I mean, very best. They, they ought to know this, and why aren't they stopping it? Well, they do know it, Paula. They just don't care. See, because well, they're at what, the top. People need to start raising cane. But anyway, we're getting ready to go to war in Iran. Cheney has sent ships, planes, everything over to uh, the uh, Persian Gulf. I've heard, heard, the, I've heard, heard that the, rumors. Uh, the, the Abraham Lincoln uh, squadron, the you know several boats that uh, surround the uh, the USS Abraham Lincoln are over there. Yeah, bad news. If uh, if that's true, it's it's not good. And and the reason why they won't stop is because they benefit. The people at the top benefit from printing money, Paula. Yep. They're politically connected friends. They get yeah. government contracts that are financed with printed money, and so therefore they, they yeah, get they're, they're rich. They're not keeping that. Yeah, they print the money, then they're not keeping it. They're spending it on things. They're spending it on gold. Oil um, commodities, you know, all kinds of different things that they know that they're going to be able to keep as the dollar crashes. So they get the full value of it when it's printed, right. and then it dil- it's stolen from it, everyone else in the process. Yeah. It, you know, at, at, in its spending, it, it dilutes the entire monetary, uh, you know, the currency out there, and our our money becomes worth less. Why do you, Paula? Th- I mean, back on the tax topic, uh, since it is the fifteenth, and many people are fretting about having to pay to, or uh, feeling like they have to pay today. What was your reason in uh, nineteen ninety two for stopping? Well, for one thing, I got on—I uh, was on disability, and uh, I'd gotten this. Uh, believe it or not, both my husband and I had the HIV, and we didn't even know it. You had HIV. Yeah, we got rid it? of it, though. Oh, that's well, good. How, there did is, you, how did you get rid of it? There is medication. Get rid of it. What kind of medication? Okay, doxycycline. It pulls. It's a. It's, everybody's being lied to. It's not a virus. It's a mutated bacteria. It's called mycoplasma. Anyway, doxycycline pulls it out of your system in two weeks. What is this doxycycline? I'm, I'm, it's a it's a antibiotic that pulls bacteria out of your system. It's an AIDS it, cure, Mark. I mean, excellent. Did you get it from Mexico? Where did it come from? No, uh, was well, is what happened when they brought this in the United States from Africa? They brought it into Philadelphia. Then they came down here to Florida and they started here and they spread all of the United States. They spread it by plane. They uh, they were going around spraying it everywhere. I mean, they were they gave it to the animals. So is that why you uh, you quit paying taxes because you believe the government oh, no. gave you AIDS? No, when that I mean when you Are go you on disability, me? you don't pay it. But the thing is, though, I mean, oh, um, you don't pay taxes when you're on disability. I didn't realize no. that. Uh-uh. I figured they taxed you every which way they possibly could. Well, no, then you the ever, thing- you haven't really quit paying taxes then. Paula. Sure, she has. Well, I mean, I just we're not paying it. Yeah, well, that's not you know. the same. But thank you for the call. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. It's not the same as choosing to stop paying. Uh, their extractions. You know, it's good enough for me. Yeah, that's that's quite. A, that doesn't require any courage, Mark. You're not really stepping outside it's, of any ba- any boxes or boundaries. I'm with you that it doesn't require the same amount of courage. That much is true. But um, you know, there's 60 million Americans that don't file taxes, and uh, so I've been told. And uh, I, you know, she's one of them. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Bring up anything to the phones. And Jeff in Nevada, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Yeah, guys, I just wanted to bring up actually a couple of different topics. Uh, the first topic I want to talk about is the illegal government database called First, uh, First Fruits. And what it is is intelligence agencies are vigorously targeting journalists and talk radio hosts. And what it is is um, First Fruits was originally developed by the CIA but given to the NSA to operate with CIA funding. And the database compiles journalists and talk radio hosts, and anybody that talks about the government or does negative stories about government agencies or the president, 
And actually, there's quite a few agencies involved in it. There's a lot of agencies pulled from the database, like the Defense Intelligence Agency. So what happens if someone talks about the bad about the government? Uh, you, you get put on this list, on so? the database. Yeah. So what? I've got and, to be on a list somewhere. Oh, yeah, certainly. There, I, what I'll are the consequences, that, Jeff? Well, I, well, I don't. basically, uh, I don't know if there are any consequences. Well, then what's just, the big deal? Why is this newsworthy? Well, because, uh, you know, I think that uh, this is – it's a, a legal list. I mean, it shouldn't be compiled. Well, it's legal because they, they're doing it. It must well, be legal. No, I mean, all the stuff the government does must be legal, right? They're doing it, and they're getting away with it. I mean, if it was illegal, then they wouldn't do it, right? Isn't that well, how the government's supposed to work? Well, yeah, how can I'll, the government do something that's illegal? It, well, the government absolutely can do things that are illegal. But then I mean, it must be legal by the fact that the government's doing it. No. Like like the Bush NSA spying program. That's illegal according to federal law. It's illegal and it's and unconstitutional. But well, the government the, is still doing the, it. The Supreme Court slaps down the government all the time, um, and mm -hmm. what they're doing is illegal. Are there consequences to their illegal. illegality? No, no. There are no consequences. But to say that everything that the government does is legal is not even true. Well, it's only, I, mean, I, I understand what you're saying, that the government makes the law, so therefore everything it does is legal, but right. that's not even so. Well, Th No, the executive branch uh, does things that are illegal, and the judicial branch slaps them down. Maybe it's it only happens. illegal. It doesn't happen enough, maybe, but it's absolutely true. You're wrong. Maybe it's only illegal if they get caught. I got another topic, guys. Okay, go. Hey, uh, yesterday we were talking about the... Uh, Texas compound that got raided with all those kids. Yes, mm -hmm. tragic and, story. You know, I, I I really didn't get a chance to to add something that I that I should have added. You know, we talked about the only thing that they had was this was this girl, this someone that a mysterious person called in. Yeah, and that's all they had. Now I think that probably since the FBI was involved, what they do is is they. They do. They probably did it themselves. That's what they, I think. I think somebody and, made and then, it up. And then this is, you know, from whistleblowers and, and hearing other whistleblowers talk, I, this is what you call a fishing expedition. They get all these kids in there and traumatize them to see if they can pull something out of them and coerce them and, uh, you know, uh, sure. make, they, making up something that's yeah, not even true. Absolutely. And They've done it before. A, and, you know what? Thank you for the is, call, Jeff. We appreciate it. 800-259-9231. In fact... One of the stories that Jeff had originally called about with the uh, the child sex rings in D.C., there was an uh, allegation that a preschool out in California was involved in some sort of weird kitty sex stuff. And actually what ended up happening was it was a overzealous prosecutor that planted some ideas in some kids' heads and got them to talk, you know, to to testify against these people. So it was all fabricated. So actually the government people have been known to, do, to have done things like that in the past. Or it could have just been a neighbor that didn't like the compound being there. Could uh, They could have just used the government as a tool, knowing that if they called in, they could cause problems. Sure, but now the government has to justify itself so they can you know start putting pl you know plots in these kids' heads and giving them ideas about what may or may not have actually happened. More coming up. You can take control. This is your show. It is free talk live bring up anything would you like to help others find free talk live you can help us advertise market and promote the show at amp.freetalklive.com consider becoming a free talk live amplifier now for three dollars a month and get some cool bonuses at amp.freetalklive.com This is Free Talk Live. It is your show. You can bring up whatever's on your mind via the toll-free number at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Nick. And Mark. 800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com. 
where all the features are totally free. And if you want to be kept up to date with the program, find out what's going on with the show, go to updates.freetalklive.com to get on the list. And you'll know first what's happening with Free Talk Live. Go to updates.freetalklive.com. Like everything else on our site, it is completely free. Are you thinking about starting a business? Well, here's a word to the wise. Incorporate at LegalZoom.com. Incorporation can help protect you against frivolous lawsuits that can wipe you out. LegalZoom.com is fast and easy. They do all sorts of legal documents like patents, wills, and trademarks. Use the code FTL to save 10 bucks off your order. That's LegalZoom.com. We go to your phone calls. Ampline, Gene in Tennessee. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello there. Well, hello. I thought I would update everyone to my two years of... Uh Dancing with the devil here, paying the uh, the federal extortion money. You are someone who uh, had not been paying for a number of years, and they continued to try to extract money from bank accounts and wherever they possibly could from you. And you decided to get back uh, get back on board with the IRS and continue, and start paying them on a yearly basis. Right after 28 years of non-filing, um, they did manage to extort some money from me by putting some liens on uh, property and things of that nature. They never Mm -hmm. did try to file any criminal charges against me. But as we were becoming a larger and larger target, and as they were putting people like Erwin Schiff, my buddy, in jail, um, I decided maybe I would uh, jump back on the bandwagon. At least initially, I was hoping that Ron Paul would become president, and that would be the end of it. But uh, I'm still hoping that uh, McCain will keel over, but we'll see on that uh, front. But here's what's happened now. This is the second year that I've filed. I sent my check away yesterday, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I, my hand was shaking as I wrote it, mm-hmm. almost having a heart attack. But uh, anyway... Don't uh, have a heart attack. The, they won't get any more money out of you then, Gene. Yeah, they, they want to keep me alive so they can bleed me. But the first year, we wound up with a refund. Well, of course, they didn't want to give us the refund because it had been... So many years since I filed, they decided to hang on to the refund. So we (laughs) fought for nearly the entire year to get what was left of our refund after they decided to keep some of it because they claimed that we owed some additional taxes and penalties from Mm. previous years. So they made some stuff up after they had they had made an arrangement with you uh, to you know get you to start filing again, and then uh, and and then they reneged on the arrangement when you got a um, a refund. There was no arrangement. No arrangement. No, we never made an arrangement. Uh, this was just something that uh, we decided to go in. And number one, and another reason that we had to do it, other than uh, our uh, profile getting larger, is that my wife's parents are trying to immigrate, so mm. we have to provide tax returns to the mm. immigration agency in order to get the clearance for the immigration. So I that's see. another reason. So you, it's it's but a payoff. Anyway, it's a payoff to the government to allow the, uh, the 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 in-laws to come to the United States. Yeah, and a very expensive one. Yeah, yeah, but, I understand. So anyway, they withheld over half of, well, almost half of our refund check from last year. They finally did cough it up about two months ago, just about the time we're doing our taxes for this year. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we had to pay a whole bunch of money more again this year. This time, though, we structured so that we wouldn't have any refund. Instead, we had to owe money at the end of the year. Seems wise. So uh, just because I don't want them doing the same thing they did yeah, last sounds, year. Yeah, sounds like the wise thing to do. So anyway, uh, so for two years now, we've been, or this is the second year, we've been filing and giving them their, their blood money. And I don't call it income tax money. I call it what it is. It's extortion money. It's protection racket money. They have no more legitimate claim to that money than the 
mafia, the federal mafia does when they come up to your little grocery store and they say, well, you know, the place could burn down if you don't pay a little insurance money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's exactly what it is. Yep. And, That's right. And they have exactly the same legitimacy, but since I don't want them to burn my house down, I'm paying the, the illegitimate protection money right now. And I'm hoping that things will change in the future. And with people like Ian jumping on the bandwagon, I put in my 28 years, Ian, so now it's your turn to put in a few years. And, uh, you know, if we get enough people that just keep on uh, fighting this fight, eventually the beast will collapse. And this year, I think, with the economic situation the way it is and that huge amount of money that uh, you just mentioned a little while ago that supposedly the people owe, um, that amount of money that is owed is going to get only bigger and bigger as people have a tougher and tougher time paying their bills because they're going to just not pay the income tax. I hope not. I I would hope that they would choose their bills first over the income tax. Yeah, so that'll be a good thing. I mean, initially, they may not even uh, consciously choose to not pay the income tax, but what will happen is they're going to wind up owing money at the end of the year, and they're not going to have it. Mm -hmm. So they won't have a choice. They will have to not pay it because they simply won't. You know, it's between feeding your family and paying the income tax. It's a no-brainer. Yeah, and how many people can they lock up? I mean, Gene, what do you think? How many people are we going to need? to actually put a stop to this as far as people not participating getting together here in New Hampshire and you know helping support one another in the event that the IRS does decide to come after one of us uh, how many people do you think it would take to get, just scare them off completely well i think the numbers are already there the numbers are there there's enough people now that are not filing to the numbers are there they're trying to uh use Irwin Schiff and some of these other guys as scare tactics and, you know, it did get our attention because we are getting to be a big enough target to where I don't want to be made an example of. So it did get our attention. But if you're, if you're in the average income range and you decide to drop out and you've got your own business where you can structure your money that way, then uh, I think there's, we're going to see more and more of that. And as well, those numbers if, if reach your own uh, business, half a million... Hold on, before you go before you go on, if you've got your own business and you structure your money, the business still has to file an income tax report. Um, I mean you're still filing, you're not you're not getting you're not paying them very much, but you're still filing. Well, so what what's the difference? If you're there? a small enough business where you're not incorporated, you're basically just doing business as mm-hmm. that's, that's what that's I do. Basic that's all that's all personal income. So mm-hmm. uh in that regard you still can deduct all of your expenses which you can't do when you're just a, a wage earner. Sure, but the, you have to file, and and as far yeah, as I don't know what all that means, it, it, as far well, as deductions well, and all that, right? Well, they, uh, they you, claim you have to file, sure, but I mean it's like everything else they claim. If you don't want to file, don't file. That's how I feel about yeah. it, and I'm not. Thank you for the call, Gene. We appreciate it. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Look, I don't know what all the tax gobbledygook deductions, all whatever the other terms are. I have no interest in learning about all that, nor do I feel as though I have an obligation to learn all of it. It's No, no one ever created an obligation on me to, uh, to file these taxes, so I'm with Gene on that one. Uh, no, no need to, to file anything. Who the hell are they? How dare they uh, demand anything about my private life and my private activities? I agree that they don't have any right to do it, yep. but uh, however, they, you know, they, they do run they pretty effectively run these prisons, and they, they will toss you in, and that's what uh, concerns me. 1-800-259-9231. Oh, you should be happy about it. Mark, you take over the show. You won't have to pay, I, you know, you won't have to pay me the percentage on the ad sales anymore. You probably have to pay someone else to do the work that I do. All right, so we'll uh, continue here less. with the phone calls. Uh, let's talk to Tom in New Hampshire. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Tom. 
Uh, yeah, it's about when they confiscated all that gold back in 1933. Yeah. I have in front of me the executive order. It's not that lengthy, but it is very scary. Hmm. Okay. Quote, by virtue of the authority vested in me by Section 5B of the Act <laughs> of October 6, 1917, as amended by Section 2 of the Act of March 9, 1933, in which Congress declared that a serious emergency exists, I, as president, do declare that the national emergency still exists, that the continued private hoarding of gold and silver by subjects of the United States... Subjects? Poses, that's what it says. Subjects wow. of the United States poses a grave threat to the peace, equal justice, and well-being of the United States. I mean, you have this metal, not uranium or anything, that actually could pose <laughs> right. some threat to somebody... Gold in a safe deposit box is a threat to the... Okay, but getting back to the quote, and that appropriate measures must be taken immediately to protect the interests of our people. Therefore, pursuant to the above authority, I hereby proclaim that such gold and silver holdings are prohibited. We'll come back and, and talk about this with you. Hang on, Tom. 800-259-9231. Scary stuff. More about what the gang has done in the past. They confiscated people's gold from them. And they said it was a threat to the United States. Now, what is the United States, and why is gold a threat to it? Let's look at that. Coming up here in moments, this is Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live is your show, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind. Toll-free number is 800-259-9231. SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Nick. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features on the site we give away, including the wiki with over 1,500 pages created by listeners like you. Get editing if you like. You can change pretty much anything there at wiki.freetalklive.com. It's like the listener-editable version of our website. W-I-K-I is wiki.freetalklive.com. And uh, we continue with the calls here. We had Tom on the line. I believe he's still there in New Hampshire reading the executive order that back in the 30s, ordered the federal government's executive branch to confiscate gold from individual Americans. And some of the terminology in that particular order is pretty scary, and I don't think you'd quite finished it, uh, Tom. But just to recap, they referred to people in the United States as the subjects of the United States. Now, that's a word that I thought went out with the king, but apparently it hasn't. Uh, And then it also suggested uh, that that the the fact that people were able to own gold was somehow a threat to the well-being of the United States. And I think it it bears uh, mentioning what exactly the United States is, because there's a lot of confusion out there, especially if you were raised in in a government school, uh, as to what the United States is. People believe that that's the country that they live in. Well, no, not necessarily. The United States, as I understand it, is the corporation... That is the federal government. That is the United States. It's different from America. It's different from, you know... Well, America is essentially the two continents together. Yeah. I mean, North America. North America, guess, Central yeah. America, South America. So that's the, you know, the Western Hemisphere, more or less. So I don't, I'm not so sure your terminology really holds up to I thought to people called this country America, but I guess... They do, but yeah. um, it, it's just this uh, hubris that we've got going on. It's like we're calling mm-hmm. ourselves citizens of the world. And no one else is. Well, from what I understand, the United States government is a corporation. And sure it so is. the existence of individuals in, in the carrying... Same way, in the same way that, uh, you know, Keene is a corporation, but since I live in, in Keene, I'm a Keeniac. That doesn't mean that I am part of the corporation. You know, there's a, you know the corporation 
quote-unquote owns, or at least operates like it does own. Um, everyone seems to tacitly agree that it owns, even though it has never paid for, the land inside the line. Mm. So I think that the United States is both a country and a corporation, um, you know, that the government, you know, the, the, the incorporated government that runs that country. Okay, fine. But in that case, the the claim that people owning gold... Uh, is a danger to the United States is ludicrous if you I take agree. the definition of, of it being a country. Sure. Whereas if the definition is of it as a corporation, then one could say, well, for whatever reason, people owning gold is dangerous to this particular legal entity. Yeah. And that much is true because uh, in the real world, if you have precious metals that it that protects you from inflation, it protects you from the government's uh, f- you know funny money system that they have here in this country, the fiat dollar. And so, therefore, because you're insulated from that, you are uh, somewhat a threat to the the status quo, and you're a threat to the corporation or the government known as the United States. Uh, Tom, are you following us? Uh, yeah. Now, uh, let me note, mention they're talking about gold and silver. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, silver, the Washington Quarter was introduced in 1932 and continued to be 90% silver right up through 1964. Uh, this executive order was five days after FDR got elected, and then hmm. the pothole got re-elected in 1936, re-elected in 1940, and re-elected in 1944 by people who just don't give a fire truck about <laughs> the rights of somebody else to have an inert metal in their safety deposit box. Yeah. To use, you, I mean, what could be more innocent than having United States money uh, in then using it as money, but it says, quote, therefore, pursuant to the above authority, I hereby proclaim that such gold and silver holdings are prohibited and that all such coin, bullion, or other possessions of gold and silver be tendered within 14 days to agents of the government of the United States for compensation at the official price in the legal tender of the government. All safe deposit boxes in banks or financial institutions have been sealed, pending action in the due course of the law. All sales or purchases or movements of such gold and silver within the borders of the United States and its territories and all foreign exchange transactions or movements of such metals across the border are hereby prohibited. Your possession of these proscribed metals and or your maintenance of a safe deposit box to store them is known to the government from bank and insurance records. Therefore, be advised that your vault box must remain sealed and may only be opened in the presence of an agent of the Internal Revenue Service. Right, so if you thought you could uh, put your gold in a safe deposit box and actually have it be safe, you were wrong, and the government locked down everything, and they went in and they raided people's uh, safe deposit boxes before they could possibly get their hands on it. What about if... They ban some kind of mushroom, just for example, uh, like they ban marijuana and LSD. Does that mean they can seal everybody's safe deposit boxes? Sure. And then start opening up safe deposit boxes? Well, the banks exist at the pleasure of the federal government. So, yeah, the banks will do whatever it is that uh, the government wants them to do. They're little more than wings of the government. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Even if you have your gold in your house and then the 14 days comes and goes and you haven't turned it in, it's like having a bag of cocaine in your house. You can't buy anything with it now because nobody can post a sign saying that they're going to pay the, the high price for gold, that, that they're willing to take gold 
for a yeah. payment because yeah, uh, you'd have to buy in the black fun. market if, now, if you and I, you, Tom, you and I would agree that this is this is an egregious, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, trampling upon freedom, and that this isn't good. But this happened so long ago. I mean, this is about as irrelevant to most Americans as uh, you know, slavery. But it's not irrelevant. Hold on. It, but it it is to them in the same way that say slavery is or uh, prohibition, uh, alcohol prohibition. You know, they just they look at it as like, eh, that's something that's ancient history. It doesn't have anything to do with us. But you get all these. The thing is, you get all these morons who think that you're a bad person if you're smuggling your own gold out of New York up to Montreal. You're a bad person. You're breaking the law. You're not uh, sharing your gold with your country or, or whatever the thing is. And that's illegal. And you get these fat, stupid, ugly old ladies who think that it's perfectly okay <laughs> for the government to go and steal your gold. Yeah, that is a problem, Tom. Thanks for the call tonight. We appreciate it. 800-259-9231. The cool thing about gold is dogs can't find it. Well, okay, yes. And it's relevant to bring this up, Mark. And I understand you, you are agreeing it is relevant. And, and, it, and people need to understand if they're looking at it and saying, well, that's just an old story. Well, the, the rules haven't changed here, folks. If the government decides it wants to make gold illegal again... Then it can, and know that it's true and that they can come into your safe deposit box and take all your crap. And their reason for making gold was just as good as their reason for making gold illegal. You mean? Making gold illegal, excuse me. Uh, making gold illegal is just as good as their reason for making alcohol illegal, or just as good as their re- reason for making marijuana or any other drug illegal. It's just a bunch of crap that benefits somebody in the government. Mm-hmm. That's all. It's the same reason for owning people. That's why it is because somebody in the government, somebody with power, said this benefits me, and I'm going to make this the law and they managed to warp people's minds around it they i'm sure they had people running around saying owning gold is bad i know they have people running around saying that um uh, you know drinking alcohol is bad uh, possessing alcohol is bad producing alcohol is bad same thing with drugs and yeah. honestly they'd say things like um you know the, the negro's better off being owned and uh, you know they're, they're lesser than humans they would really say this they're lesser than white people and we are here to take care of them that's the whole purpose. Of course, the fact that they beat them, uh, you know, just doesn't seem seem superfluous to these people. But that's the kind of dichotomous uh, thoughts that that humans are capable of. Your fellow Americans that just simply won't stand up and won't say that this is not right. I was talking to uh, somebody recently, and uh, it was you know speaking down about uh, the, the civil disobedience types, and. Uh, she said, uh, you know, she, she was talking about bad about civil disobedience types, and I said, well, you know, the the way they look at it is they're doing the same things that, uh, you know, that, that the people that that stood that that got to the milk or the uh, milkshake line there in that Woolworths or whatever, you know, you saw the the four black Rosa kids. Rosa Parks. At Rosa Parks. She was, of course, the next one on my list, and she's like, oh, it's nothing like that. <laughs> well, says who? You've just swallowed the pill, that's all. Mm-hmm. Look, these people these people are right that we are slaves of the government. The fact is Subjects, Mark. Well, Subjects. It's, it's, that's the that's the old term, but but you know, still it still works. It, it I don't know whether hey, it works. Here's the or definition not. of subject from uh, dictionary.com. Number one definition, one who is under the rule of another or others, especially one who owes allegiance to a government or ruler. What's a citizen? Uh, somebody who owes allegiance in uh, exchange for a duty of protection or something like that. By you know, by the government, yes. Mm-hmm. An, an individual who has chosen to uh, 
to join up with the government in uh, sup- supposedly to receive the services protection. Now, we know that the federal government has ruled time and time again that there is no obligation for them to protect you, so therefore, how could there possibly be an obligation created on you to owe them allegiance? But anyway, what I wanted to point out here was that citizen is subject. They are one in the same. They are an interchangeable term. If you consider yourself a citizen of the United States, well, does you're a, a subject does of the United subject States. Have the, um, does the government have an obligation to pro- provide protection to a subject? Because I didn't hear that in the definition. one 800 Because I'd say that's the difference, that you, we are in fact subjects, according to the definitions that you've read, and not citizens. Because the government does not owe us uh, protection. Interesting point. According the, to the Supreme Court. Yeah, then again, I didn't choose to be either, so I'm a free man. More coming up, Free Talk Live. Our archives, website, and podcast will continue to stay free, but if you think other people deserve to hear this show, consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. Help free some minds. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 1-800-259-9231. Sickle CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Nick. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free. So enjoy those on us as we launch an Hour 3 here. Take your calls about anything. 800-259-9231. Of course, it is April 15th for a lot of people. It's a scary day, a sad day, a, a day of mourning after you've cut a check to the federal government. Many people, I guess some people get a check from the federal government. Either way, they got your money. And you just don't pay them. Me? Yeah. Ah, why should I? And uh, I'm not the only one who doesn't pay. In fact, a number of people around here over at NHFree.com, there was a, a, tax, a tax day protest thread and I believe Lauren Canario, one of the super activists in the area, said that she'd she'd forgotten that it was tax day and then realized she'd forgotten it was tax day because I don't think she's paying either. So Yeah, I think there's a, a, a difference you had mentioned earlier, uh, sort of... Uh, subjects? You know, Is that what you're oh, talking about? The, the subjects. Well, sure, we can talk about subjects Okay, and what's the difference? Go ahead. But I think there's a difference between uh, choosing... To stay under the government's radar, like uh, not, uh, you know, not getting a 1099 from, not working for anyone, choosing not to work for anyone that would give you a 1099, yeah. um, or you know those kind of things, W4s, uh, those kind of things, mm-hmm. and you know just staying out of there, you know, not getting reported your income reported to the government. There's another whole level where it says, sure, you can report my income to the government. I'm still not paying them. Do you understand what yeah, I'm that's saying? That's pretty much the level I'm at. Yeah, that's the level you're at. You're, you're getting 1099s and, and things. I know. I'm having them filled out. <laughs> um, W-9s and, and stuff like that. You're, you're, all well, some of these clients stuff. won't pay without like a social security number or something. That's like that. correct. It's really weird. I didn't know that in business you had to get social security numbers from the people you buy things but from. But if you're a sole, sole proprietor. Yeah, or a tax ID number. Yeah. It's crazy. It's pretty common now. That's part of the problem is everything is tied together with these yeah. social security numbers, tax ID numbers. It's so intricate. It's so hard to duck taxes these days. You just have to just not pay and not participate and and refuse to be a subject. Because as uh, Tom called in a few moments ago, he was reading the order, the executive order, which, by the way, interesting that it was an executive order and Congress didn't have anything to, to say about it, right? It was an executive order that uh, that essentially confiscated gold from Americans back yeah. in the 1930s. Was it the Roosevelt did this? Yeah, yeah. apparently so. Crap. And and the terminology used in there was pretty frightening. One of the words used to describe you was subject. 
subjects of the United States. And we've talked about on, on many, many occasions uh, how you know this, this terminology, citizen, is inaccurate. And yeah. uh, you say you're not a citizen. I don't bother with the terminology. Um, you know, I mean, it's, it's, Why would I want to be a citizen? It's the, uh, I don't want their protection. I understand what you're saying. But uh, it's the, the normal, you know, the, the, the modern nomenclature, citizen. But it's inaccurate. Uh, what's the definition of citizen? The definition of citizen is uh, one who owes allegiance to its government and is entitled to its protection. A member of a state or nation who owes allegiance to its government and is entitled to its protection. Right. So a, a citizen... A, a trade deal, if you will. ...owes allegiance and is entitled to protection, mm-hmm. whereas a subject... Uh, a subject is, according to dictionary.com, one who is under the rule of another or others, especially one who owes allegiance to a government or ruler. So you, um, a subject owes allegiance but is not, not entitled, entitled to protection, That's but correct. a citizen owes allegiance and in exchange for protection. Well, so just so you know, people... The government, um, and the Supreme Court has backed this up on many, many, many occasions, the government is not obligated to protect you. If it nope. were obligated to protect you... No governments you, are. Then um, when your house got broken into and someone stole your TV, the government would cut you a check for the stolen merchandise because they were obligated to protect your house, and they're not. The, the families of the uh, terrorist attacks, they would get money from the government because they failed to protect us. Didn't they get some money from the government? They may very well, but it was, uh, I'm sure, if, if they did, it was some kind of... Uh, PR, uh, yeah, public it relations. Was, it was uh, disaster relief or something like that, something to uh, well, help cops, people through. But but that's not what it's for. If, for instance, you call the cops and they just don't show up, you can't sue them because they have no obligation to even show up at your house. They don't even have to fill out the reports. If they fill out the reports and they never solve the crime, you can't sue them. Because they have no obligation to solve the crime, nor do they have an incentive either. But, yeah, you're right. The courts have said that again and again, and at all levels. It applies to state, local, and federal governments in this country. Government people have no obligation, and it's not just a police thing. It's anything. They have no obligation to provide you with anything. And so, therefore, you're right, Right. Mark. The, The term subject is far more accurate to describe the vast majority of the people in this country. It's the they only accurate. Subjects. Yeah, it's the only. It's, it's the only accurate definition. Now, I often use the terminology slave because the government acts as though it owns your labor, but mm. it's not accurate because a, a, a slave isn't accurate because I can send a slave out into the fields to work. The government can't tell me where I would work, um, you know, how long I would work. It doesn't prescribe those things. It, it could does in tell, the future. I, I suppose. <laughs> but a dystopian it, kind of brave new world, but I it could su- happen. Well, yeah, but, but that's... So the, the definition of slave does not entirely fit because right. the government doesn't tell me where to work, doesn't tell me how to long to work, it doesn't tell me all those things. It just tells me when I work that they want half. It's kind of like a surf, but... Yeah. Um, you know, surfs. It, the, 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 I don't know entirely what the definition of surf is, but it seems like you have, you know, sort of the king can tell you pretty much things that you can do and things you can't do. I, surfs are also bound to the land, is my understanding. So if you were on your lord's fiefdom or whatever it was, you couldn't leave. So he could keep a, you there. A surf could not walk away. No, no. You uh, pretty so much. What do you, what do you of, got for surf here? A person in I a heard con- that bound the land thing. Yeah, he's right. It's a condition of servitude required to render services to a lord commonly attached to the lord's land and transferred with it from one owner to another. So you're basically livestock. Yeah, but they get to take part of what you produce. 
Well, that, that sounds like slave. Though. It is a slave. It is a slave. You just. I think you land. could probably in in binding. Definition to the land, two is a slave. I think that in binding to the land, you could probably pick up and leave and become a what they called a mendicant at the time, uh, a, you know, a, a traveling minstrel or something like that. I don't think you're bound to the land in that way, but uh, I think you're. You know, this is your plot of land, and if you wish to, like a sharecropper, if you wish to have um, your share of this this land, then you'll have to give me my share, too. Maybe. Another definition from the American Heritage uh, Dictionary is a member of the lowest feudal class attached to the land owned by a lord and required to perform labor in return for certain legal or customary rights. So maybe if you wanted to give up your customary rights, whatever those would have been, uh, you would, you know, go, you could go it Largely, I think that um, serfs were unmolested by uh, the lords and... Uh, you know, mostly they were left alone, I would think. Maybe, unless they were attractive young women, they might be molested. Right, in, in uh, which case, uh, but uh, they probably are looking for that molestation, you know? I mean, then better food, uh, <laughs> better clothes, come molest me. I guess. <laughs> uh, so, You're probably uh, right about that. You know, I mean, I, I saw Braveheart too, and, and I certainly I understand the, what was it, that something knocked... Um, where yeah, the the been the, a while yeah the the, movie, the Lord decided to the, to uh, have the girl on the, the wedding his night. way with her yeah yes. and and you know a great movie I must say uh, but I, I don't know surf slave I guess subject is probably the best definition as to what we are American subjects yeah we're subjects one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one but I refuse a slave I <laughs> I have no interest in being a subject I would prefer to be a sovereign individual because that was the original concept of this country was that we were getting away from having one sovereign in the form of a king to having millions of sovereigns each individual mm-hmm. was to be sovereign over what he or he uh, or he or she owned uh, whether it be the their uh, their personal property or the the land that they lived on whatever it was that you had in your uh, possession was yours to control in the way you wanted to as a sovereign and that's what everyone should be but apparently uh, most people are subjects now um well i think i think you could make the argument that at least in the way america is supposed to operate what you exchange in giving up some of your rights at least the theory with with um social contract goes you give up some of your rights in exchange for not necessarily guarantee of protection, but for protection. So you give up your rights. I give up my right to kill Mark. He gives up his right to kill me. But, but we, that, we that's what, the, that right. that's but, what the gover- that's what well, governments have always said. They've always said, "Look, I'm protecting you from a me kicking your ass and b somebody else coming and kicking your ass." Right. Those are the things that I'm protecting you from. Whether it's the whether it's the guy with the long straggly hair and the femur and the brontosaurus femur bone in his hand, or whether it's the lord um, of the the serfs. You know, always it's the idea well, the the protection. That's what they prefer. If there isn't a obligation of protection you're not a citizen but there are no citizens in the same way that there are no angels your your that's your perspective but for most of human history british people used to refer to themselves and i think they still do as subjects because there was a king and many times people don't make promises they just say i'm the king you bow to me because i'm the king or the dictator or whatever and they, were and they don't but they don't have to convince you that they are offering you protection it's just they have the guns and you don't that's true. 800-259-9231. There are no citizens. I could call myself a lollipop man. That wouldn't make me <laughs> Yeah, one. that's true. More on the way. This is Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. It's your show. Bring up what you want via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. The Sickle CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Nick. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site we give away, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. The features include, by the way, archives and entire year's worth of the show. Front page of the website for your downloading convenience. Go get them for free on us at freetalklive.com. 
com. SACL CAI has a full-orbed approach to account recovery. It's really three companies in one. They do collections, early outbilling, and they purchase charged-off receivables. SACL knows the way they treat your customer reflects on you. Their staff is respectful, they record every call, and they have the best equipment money can buy, so your business is handled as efficiently as possible. See their banner at freetalklive.com or... Uh, call 800-544-6359. I'm noticing that's crossed out. I probably shouldn't have said that. Do they still have that number, Mark? Why they ha- they have out? the number, but uh, I'm of the opinion that giving one, uh, giving a telephone w- a number one time on the radio is is tantamount to useless. Well, that's why we give it every time we do it, so it's repeated. Yeah, it's, repeat, it's repeated on a daily basis, but if, if a person wants to get a telephone number, they need to have it repeated at least three times in an ad. Do you want to repeat that three yeah. times? No, no, there, I there you don't. Go. So uh, go check out their banner at freetalklive.com. All right. But what about the people that don't have Internet access? Well, uh, I guess if you're a business owner, you probably have yeah, Internet yeah, access. If you, right? uh, first off, uh, <laughs> if you don't have Internet access and uh, you own a business, sack up and go ahead and do that. <laughs> and um, <laughs> secondly... How can you have a business without Internet <laughs> I, I don't know. It would be it would be very difficult. You could have like some kind of sole proprietorship where you like hauled garbage or something. I suppose. One of those uh, secondhand stores. All right, 800-259-9231. Let's go to your phone calls. Hill Bill is on the line in Montana listening on KGEZ. Hello. You know, something I can't understand about this whole tax issue is you go anywhere from the churches to the bars and you talk about any government program, any government anything, mm-hmm. and, the, and the biggest thing you get back is some part of it is corrupt, somebody's pocket's getting padded, yep. they're not working hard enough on it. Right. And, you, know, you know that a politician's lying because their lips are moving. Yeah, right, right. Okay, well, everybody talks about this, but then they all stand in line at that little post office box and start dumping their money in it sure. on April 15th. Just like good little slaves. They're scared, I mean, Hillbill. come on. Are you going to pay your neighbor to screw your wife? Mm, no. No, you're not, are you? I'm not either. Good for you. And I'm huh? not going to pay my government to screw me and my family. Damn right. How long have you not been paying? Um, I paid for a couple years while I was married to my ex-wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'd say 20-plus years. 20 years. So you are not so filing taking, anything. You're taking your years cumulative um, rather than uh, from the last right. time you... Right. There okay. was a couple years in the I'll middle there. I'll give them to you. Hillbill, I, you can have that. I'm, uh, you know, if you had the guts not to uh, file then, good. So, so what happened when you filed? You, you didn't file, then you filed, and now you're not filing again. What happened? Nothing. They, did, they never said anything. Nothing. No. They're just happy to get the damn money. Yeah, you know, they don't care. um, Mainly, they figure if you're not um, filing, that you're not working, and a lot of people get away with this. If they get eighty percent of the people to pay it because they say it needs to be paid, Mm -hmm. then they're look how far ahead they are. Eighty percent. Well, yeah, it's not like they did anything to make to earn the money. You know, as far as protecting. Who do you expect the government to protect itself? Well, when I hear well, I numbers yeah. now, when they give citizenship, you know, numbers of how many people live in the United States versus um, how many people pay, I often think, well, what about the old, very old, the very young, and the housewives? I feel like that sucks up a lot of that sixty yeah, million. Yeah, probably does. Well, sure. And hey, let's look at the system that's going on right now. Anyway, who's grabbing onto this, hoping it's going to stay together? The baby boomers and the old timers. Yeah. And and they've coerced us since we were children, and they've programmed us to keep this going, I guess, on their behalf. Trust no one under 30. It's not going to do anything for you or me. So, I'm 41 years old with a broken back. I could never file. I could file for disability, but I'd never get it. They'd laugh at me for three years because I'm not Mexican. So, Hillbill, uh, so you are currently no longer paying taxes. Have they come after you in any way, shape, or form? Do you have a bank account? Um, no, they've never. I've had bank accounts in the past. Uh, they've never come after anything. Interesting. 
But you're 41 yeah, years old and um, have a broken back, right? Well, yeah, what are they going to get out of me? You know, I had hmm. to quit contracting because I can't do the work anymore. How do you pay the bills? Well, I grow medical marijuana. <laughs> I'm a care provider. Awesome. For a group of patients up here in, in this part of the country. Now, is Monta is it uh, is it legal there in Montana, or are you an undergrad? Well, I'm hoping. <laughs> so yeah, it's legal. It, is we it got really? it by sixty-two percent when they voted on it. Yeah, oh, I remember okay. Montana's one of the. I couldn't remember. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not a bad deal. You That's know, fantastic. Uh, it's it's not. It's nothing I'll ever get rich off of because I'm too compassionate to charge anything close to what rich, you know, the people that are making real money are charging. Yeah, but, but it's hey, enough to pay the bills, huh? That's it, good enough, It pays right? the bills, yeah. and um, I've got a group of people that are happy to be associated with me. So awesome. what's wrong with that? That's exciting, and that's very cool, and congratulations on your courage to uh, stand up against the federal government and do what's right, and that is keep the money you earn and not turn it over to the gang. Thanks for the call, Hillbill. We appreciate you guys it, have sir. have a good evening. Yes, sir, 800 259 9231. And look at that. An extra bonus to that story is that uh, at least even partial marijuana uh, legalization, in that case just for medical purposes, has put that man, he's given him something to do. He is a, a, mar a medical marijuana grower. Now, he could have been a marijuana grower prior to the legalization of the marijuana, but my point is that uh, instead of going and collecting disability or getting on the government dole, this individual has decided to continue to, uh, to earn a living for himself and is able to do so because of uh, the medical marijuana statutes there in, uh, in Montana. So I think that's pretty cool. All right, let's continue with your calls. Bring up what you want. Sam in Texas on the end line. Hello, Sam. Good evening, guys. Hey, what's on your mind? Today, out of my own selfishness and desire to gain benefit by participating in the system, I filed uh, income tax. How much are you give back? Forms. Uh, probably enough for them. Well, I, I don't know how much I'm getting back, but what I allowed them to take from me was easily enough to buy a, a large work truck or maybe... Maybe I bought the bomb that landed in a quiet Baghdad neighborhood and killed a family of six as they sat down to eat a meager dinner in darkness because, on average, Baghdad residents are only getting two hours of electricity a day. Wow. Or maybe my money went to fund one of the warlords to keep them from killing one another during this truce, which they used to buy IEDs, which have killed hundreds across Iraq this week. Maybe. You know, I did mention earlier that blood might be on one's hands if they did pay uh, the federal taxes, but that's not really true, because you didn't choose to go to war. It was the government people that made that choice. It's just that the money will inevitably go to fund some of those things. But as the person buying the gun and buying the bullet, am I any less responsible than the soldier who pulled the trigger? I feel like, I, I, you know, I do think you are less responsible. However, I think that there is a, 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 an amount of culpability You're there. connected. It's an amount of culpability. I'm, is, I'm, my excuse, is my excuse any greater than the soldier who testified at Nuremberg that he was just following orders? I, you know, I can't, no. I can't say, Ian isn't willing to do this. I, however, am. You know, that the, the fact is, I willingly give, you know, the government that money. I willingly file my tax forms. I, however, do not pay very much at all. Um, mostly I'm filing the forms in order to uh, stay legit and, uh, because I, I know, I, I, I know that they'll come after me if, if I don't. But, um, I have, you know, my own small business. I have a house, you know, that's a rental property. I'm right, you don't want them to come bomb off. your life. Right, Mark? Right. But, you know, I don't pay much. However, I, th I still think participating in the system makes me culpable in it. Um, so, yeah, Sam, I'm with you. 
More with Sam. Hang yeah, on, dude. Today. We're going to bring you back. 800-259-9231. I want to ask Sam how he feels about being a subject. 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up whatever's on your mind. That's why we call it Free Talk Live. It is uh, tax day. You're welcome to call and rant or cry or tell us you like taxes. I know somebody out there does. It's Free Talk Live. Somebody does somewhere. One of the bonuses you'll get as a Free Talk Live amplifier is access to our classic archives. For just $3 a month, you can become an amplifier, and you'll help us get on more radio stations and MP3 players. Get the details at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Nick. And Mark, join us online at freetalklive.com. The features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. And they include the bulletin board system, the updates, the live streams, and more. We give them all away. Those other talk show hosts, they want to charge you for accessing their website. Ours is free, so enjoy. freetalklive.com. Soviet-style central planning does not work. So what's the best way to reach out to Liberty Lovers? Google Ads, Direct Mail, Free Talk Live? Only you know what's best. You choose... Uh, what project is worthy of your dollar. Go to freestateproject.org slash donate and choose what you want to contribute to. That's freestateprojects.org slash donate. That's Free State Project. Please come and marry all of our eligible libertarian women. (laughs) We continue with the phone call. Sam in Texas, uh, you called about the IRS. What's on your mind tonight? Yeah, so let me just continue and say, uh, you know, today we look back and think uh, 3,000 dead in Iraq, American Soldiers dead in Iraq. It's about 4,000 now, I think. Oh, 4,000. Yeah, it's 4,000, that's right. And, you know, in uh, Vietnam, America lost 55,000 and 600,000 in the Civil War. I think one day in the future, society is going to look back on it and say, wow, look at how many lives we lost to the idea of government. Our, our, our ancestors were in enslaved, and they were blissfully unaware of it. Hmm. And how sad is that? It sure is. But I look forward to the day when we can look back and uh, and look uh, and say, wow, how could we have let that happen, or look how, th- how awful things used to be, uh, but at least then we'll be looking back, and it won't be happening at that time. So that'll be a nice day. You got it. You Thanks, got Sam, it. for the call tonight. Any other thoughts? Uh, y'all are keeping me from throwing down with some hot mass dancers, so I gotta go. <laughs> hot mass dancers? What in the hell is a hot mass dancer? That, Mavs, Dallas Mavericks dancers. Oh, I'm Mav- a hip hop class. Gotcha. <laughs> All right, man, have fun. Bye bye. 800 259 9231. He's in a hip hop class. Well, you Good know. Times. <laughs> um, gentlemen, if you want to meet women, go where they are. You've got to go where they are, and they are in the hip hop class. There you go. I want to see Sam do a little hip-hop jig or whatever it is that and they do. And girls love guys that can dance. There's just simply no doubt about it. All right. Let's continue with the phone calls and talk to Roman in Puerto Rico. You're on Free Talk Live. Roman. Roman, going once. Roman? You hear me? We got you, Roman. What's on your mind? Oh, I just wanted to call it. You know, the people over here in this island are going crazy, filing their return, making sure they're, they have everything just right. I, I'm one of those guys that haven't filed since 85. Wow. And I paid the price for it, but... Uh, paid the I, price. What does that mean? It because I'm not not going to give in to these uh, gangsters. What's the price? What's the price you paid? Well, they came after me back in 95 mm-hmm. for 200000 
pretty much left me with 52 bucks a week at my job. So wow. they garnished your wages. They, they so I figured you? out a way how to stop it. I had to file a bankruptcy. And that pretty much got me off the hook for a couple of years. But uh, they're coming after me again because I'm on disability. Mm. And I didn't, I kind of worked under the table, driving trucks, you know, delivering stuff. Mm -hmm. And stuff like that. And now I have to go home, figure out what I have to do again. And so they're coming I'm after you. I'm willing to fight them, no you're, matter you're what. You're on they, disability, and so they're... So you're on disability. It's like people here don't understand freedom. It's not free. You have to pay for it. And um, that's pretty much it because uh, well, freedom is supposed if we to be free. We don't all stand up. Yeah, when you're, when you're being forced to pay for something, you can't possibly claim to be free. So now, Roman, uh, so you're on disability, and that means you're getting payments from the government. Uh, yeah, so I, I get uh, two thousand. They're taking uh, two fifty now out of my check because. Allegedly, I owe ten grand for one year, and uh, hmm. I didn't even make that much money. But that's what they say. So, what is your disability? Just out of curiosity. I got partial brain damage. Uh, affects my memory, and uh, and that pretty much uh, my dis uh, that that knocked me out of my uh, trucking job because they won't let you work without a medical over in the states without that. Huh. Okay. So, so it's not that you can't work or you're crippled in any way. Why would you go and you know, if you're not paying taxes, why would you go and sign up for a government benefit program? That seems like a conflict of interest to me. I know. I, at the time, I when I um, had an accident and they found out I had uh, this thing in my brain, mm -hmm. and I did pay Social Security. You know, they were taking that on my check anyway. The only thing I file, I didn't file returns and. I've claimed so many credits, so I wouldn't pay too much federal mm -hmm. over a period of, I figure, 15, 15 years until they got caught up to me, I guess. And I figured I got to do something to stop it and file a bankruptcy, and that pretty much discharged it. He paid his Social Security. You did pay into the Social Security, and so that makes sense. And I figured I would never get disab disabled. And yeah. When I got disabled, I couldn't work anywhere. So. Yeah, you're right. That was I guess that is separate from the IRS, so that's a good point. And, but uh, thank you for the call tonight, Roman. I appreciate it. 800-259-9231. It just seems to me that if you're going to not pay the government people that – you should not expect I don't them know to that give you I, anything. I don't know that I necessarily think that those things are integral um, in any way. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. They, um, you know, when you're taking the money from the government is good as far as I'm concerned. That, yeah. That's fine. And uh, giving money to the government is bad. Hmm. I just feel like if you are swearing off uh, your allegiance to them, that you should not participate in their program. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe that's a higher step, but mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that uh, you know that the other stuff's wrong. I'm just not willing to um, tell somebody who's in any way disabled that oh, you shouldn't oh, no, be doing yeah, that. I, no, I see where you're coming from, Mark, and and that is that he he did pay into that system, and so it does make sense that position. But if you're going to advocate, if you do want to advocate a position that you know people shouldn't welfare programs should be ended, other people shouldn't have welfare. It, you know, if you're taking welfare yourself, how can you reasonably advocate that, you know, we need to shut off this program, but I'm going to use it <laughs> right. because it's convenient for me? Yeah, it, it's, if, not the most, it's not the most principled of positions. No, no. Let's continue with the calls. Hollis in Missouri, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Hollis. Hello. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Hey, um, well, I was in my business law class today, mm -hmm. and uh, my teacher, she co-owned a business. And anyway, uh, she just got shut down 
because she could not pay her taxes. Hmm. What kind of business was it? It was a restaurant. And, and what taxes? Anyway, what? What taxes? State? Um, I'm, I'm not sure exactly what. I think it's state taxes. Mm-hmm. But anyway, she said she would be making, she would have made a profit and she would have survived if there were no taxes on her. Hmm. Probably true. And how about all those employees that just lost their jobs? Yeah. Yeah, I know, I know a restaurant that the same thing happened to. They managed to survive it, but they, they, it got really close. They had to shut their doors for a little while. This is an example of the, uh, you know, the seen and the unseen, when the government likes to point out how it helps so many people. Oh, look, here's this crippled person getting a, a check. But on the other side of the coin, they never show you the, the businesses that go out of business and the people that lose You'll their jobs. You'll never hear about it. The media right. will never report on it. Why? Because it's so damn common mm-hmm. that um, they, it, it's not worth reporting on it. And the fact is, businesses go out of uh, every business has taxes, and businesses go out of business every day. All businesses would be able to go longer if they didn't have the taxes to pay because they're just one more bit of uh, of overhead. So nobody cares. Every business that goes out of business goes out of business because of taxes. Well, and it's not it's not just businesses. It's also we're talking about welfare programs that we just came off of. A lot of people are forced into welfare programs because of taxes, either because they have to, their employer has to pay certain payroll taxes that they could have otherwise paid to their employee, or because the, the individual has to pay high income taxes. I mean, there's a lot of taxes that the average person pays that they'd be able to make their budget without taxes, but yep. with the taxes, you know, they just can't make it. And so they're forced to depend on government. It's like government breaks your leg, gives you a crutch, and then says, see, you need the crutch that we give you to walk. That's, That's a paraphrase do. of an old Harry Brown quote, as, uh, as I recall. I thought it was Michael Badnarik, but I'm not sure. I think he borrowed it from Harry. Hey, yeah. uh, Hollis, any other thoughts tonight? Oh, uh, Yeah, she said uh, uh, she was talking about how if you didn't pay those taxes, you would go to jail. Mm. And I asked her, uh, so who's the victim in this crime? She says, oh, I don't know. Probably the person who didn't pay the taxes. So that would so. be her. Well, yep. and, and this is funny how people think here. Look, if you if an armed robber came up and stuck a gun in your chest and took your wallet, you're a victim. Just because he didn't kill you doesn't mean you're not a victim. It's true. Hollis, thanks for the call. 800-259-9231, the single CAI toll-free line. More coming up. Moments remain, but just enough time for your call. This is Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live, your show. You take control of the airways via the toll-free number, 800-259-9231. Even these remaining moments, that's 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site we give away. And if you like the show want to help support Free Talk Live, go shopping with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. You can buy virtually anything that you might need for life. Right there at Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. 41 categories to shop in. You know them. They're the largest, uh, the world's largest Internet retailer, and they sell virtually anything. And Free Talk Live will get a cut if you enter through Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. Let's continue with the phone call. Shane in Montana listening on KGEZ. Hello, Shane. Gentlemen, how are you this evening? Superb. What's on your mind, sir? Uh, well, the, the other um, guys, that uh, gentlemen that you speak with from Montana... I've listened uh, time and time again because you're always on on my drive home from work. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the gentleman that just called about uh, that produces the medical marijuana. Yes. Well, you know, I'm I'm really curious about your free state thing because we kind of got not a free state thing, but we have a situation going on here through KGZ where we have community free state. What's that mean? Well, that means that 
we have a community forum through that little radio station, right. and you've never seen it. If you ever drove past it, it's just a little black box, and every now and then, John needs us to contribute to him because because of his stand. That's the on, owner of the station, John Stokes. Mm-hmm. Yes, John Stokes, because of his stand, he gets attacked continually. I bet he does. Sure, he's got some controversial programming on the station, uh, certainly including Free Talk Live, and I can understand that it may be somewhat difficult to sell advertising in that environment. Yeah, well, you know, I'm, I'm kind of basing I'm, I'm basing this uh, against your, like, not against, I don't mean to say against, but your, like, Free State Project. I'm curious about that because, to me, New Hampshire is the other side of the world or the dark side of the men. Well, I uh, think certainly that, far away. I yeah. think that you've, what you've got is a very valuable thing there with KGEZ, and I think that Montana could have been a good argument for being, having been the free state. New Hampshire was just voted on by members of the Free State Project once they got to 5,000 individuals. Um, the Free State Project sort of, I, I guess, it, 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 the stated purpose is to move 20,000 liberty-loving individuals to one state whose population is small enough that you would sort of have this effect on the government, and those people would work towards the end of uh, having government only be large enough well, to... Well, I see a connection there. Mm-hmm. Because this is a, uh, a low-density population state. Yep, it is. Sure. It was on Most the list, us, I believe. The, um, you know, we work hard, and... We keep getting our butt kicked every day, but I'm I'm not complaining about that because the harder they kick my butt, the harder I'm going to fight back. That's great, man. I mean, if you guys can do some freedom there in Montana, I think that'd be fantastic. I'm all in favor of competing movements. It's just that, you know, I've chosen uh, the Free State why, Project why because be I think we've got the best of the best activists. And I think that over that time we'll find out who's, you know, I'm sorry, what? Why would it be competing? Well, they're competing as far as to see who can get to liberty first. Not in a ba- not in a bad way. Yeah, it's a healthy competition. Oh, this is like a, a game or a test. Uh, no, I don't think it's a game or a test. Just that I think that having uh, movements that are competing with one another can be a good thing. In that you are trying to, for instance, recruit people to Montana, while we're trying to recruit. No, I don't people think they're to, trying to recruit anyone to Montana. Uh, we don't have to recruit people to Montana. They just come here yeah, and try they, to get away from. Unfortunately, yeah. you get a lot of socialists in the process. <laughs> well, you know what people we're looking that are, to do are is free thinking. Yeah, we're Thank looking. We're not just looking to get the people that are tired of uh, being ruled. We're looking for the people that are not only tired of being ruled, but are willing to do something about it. And uh, I'm not saying people like that don't move to Montana, but we're actively looking for those folks. Uh, and uh, and I think we are getting the cream of the crop and the best of the best of the activists of this country and from around the world. And all of those people getting together in the same place is uh, is going to result in some really wonderful things happening. And, well, I'm and, curious about you know is there like enough going on there? For everyone to make li- make a living, and because there obviously is not here. Well, New Hampshire Montana, has a great Montana economy. Has always been sort of like a a low end state. You know, you just yeah. come here because you want to be around the natural. New yeah. Hampshire is uh, has plenty of natural stuff, and it I also has this. a great economy at the same time. It's the best economy in uh, in in New England, from what I understand. And uh, so, yeah, there's there's plenty of opportunity out here, and all kinds of great activism as well. There's there's just amazing activist opportunities beyond business opportunities. They're always looking for employees in the, uh, you know in the paper, right? And a lot of liberty oriented businesses are moving here as a part of the Free State Project. So uh, people like Sakel CAI are are bringing their entire businesses out here, and therefore uh, they're bringing jobs out as well. Hmm? Well, you know, I just wanted to call in because I heard one guy, you know, I. Uh, uh, Lee calls in there occasionally. Yeah, and he's a friend of mine. I do like but, Lee. But Dave also calls in, 
Yeah, and he's always kind of like, I hear him call in the talk shows, and uh, it's like, that he's not representative. Well, I don't think anyone's representative of anyone else. I mean, uh, everyone's an individual. They all have their individual viewpoints. Just because you come from a particular landmass doesn't mean that any one person is, I think, more representative or Dave less representative than others. Dave stays home and listens others. to talk shows all day. Mm-hmm. I'm working all day. Well, someone's you know, got to... I haven't even called my local talk show. I called you guys. Thank you. That's awesome, <laughs> and I appreciate you calling, and thank you for the call tonight. 800-259-9231. Always good to hear from new people. Yeah, I mean, there there are other states where the prospects for liberty are better than America in general. I think Montana sure. is one of them. Alaska might be one of them. But, the, I mean, the purpose, Wyoming. Why, well, Wyoming was actually everybody's second, uh, not everybody's, but a most, great deal of, people's most of the people out west who wouldn't move to New Hampshire, they were allowed to opt out. They tried to start a free state Wyoming thing, and honestly, I don't think they ever really got more than it's a couple hundred there. people. Yeah, you can't, they won't, they won't reveal their sign-up statistics. I, probably because there aren't many well, they, to reveal. They have hundreds of signers and uh, dozens of movers, is what they said. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, good for them. Dozens of movers. That's nice. Two mm-hmm. dozens, probably. <laughs> 25. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's not, it's not to diminish any other state, it's just that New Hampshire was what was chosen, and it's, that's the thing about people in the liberty movement, is there's they're individuals and they don't like to agree on things. Right. Um, but for the most part, I think people who who like the idea of moving to a single state um, have just recognized that they all have to at least try to agree on let's pick a state and New Hampshire is the state they picked and it kind of defeats the purpose if you start saying oh well there's five or ten good states out there that we right. could try to save. The point is and the the other thing that I think people don't see is first off there's there's action going on here. People are doing something about liberty. They're all they're everybody's got sort of a like what can I do next? Uh, the, the 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 kind of mindset as far as uh you know doing something. Now I'm not saying that they're all particularly effective, but little drops in the bucket do help. And the other thing is is I'm surrounded by libertarians all the time. Um, there are libertarian businesses here in town. There are libertarian people that you can, uh, like, I, we went to a party, Ian, uh, Jack's uh, coming out party. <laughs> <laughs> Your son. Yes. Newborn son. Uh, newborn son. Uh, and how many people were there? 20? Maybe? Nah, no, maybe I don't think it was that 15. Like 15 probably. There yeah. were 15 liberty, you know, libertarian type people there. Yep, and, and a new guy as well. And it was, you know, you're hanging out with these people. I, I talk to these people on a daily basis. These are my friends. These are the people I talk to. That's what my life's like now. It was never like that in Sarasota, Florida. There weren't enough libertarians that were cool enough to hang out with yeah. that I would have done so. Yeah, they, they were of all different ages, and you know, just it, 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 there wasn't a community. It's an amazing group of people that is. They're just so friendly and so welcoming, and uh, and so numerous. So numerous, and, and it's only just beginning too. I mean, eventually it's going to be to the point where you have trouble remembering everyone's name. I mean, it's I have trouble well, now. Yeah, eventually, hopefully, it gets to the point where you can't remember everyone's name. I right. can't remember twenty thousand names. <laughs> oh yeah, no so way. So that's where it's headed. I, I mean, just mean in this area. I mean, it's going to get to that point with in just one geographical location. Right, and this and and we essentially. How often do you leave Cheshire County? Not often. Not me either. So it's a wonderful movement. FreeStateProject.org to learn more about it. A uh, quick email here from Jeff. He says, I've been having a debate with a good friend about the merits of limited government and the idea of no income tax. I took the position that taxation is unethical as it takes his belief in a social safety net, centralized administration of infrastructure, forestry maintenance, etc., and imposes those beliefs on others under threat of imprisonment. He ultimately tried to convince me that if the central government collapsed, that this country would slowly decay to a point where we would have widespread deadly pollution, race riots, and a general chaos that will make you feel a whole lot less free. 
Unfortunately, this seems to be a common reaction. I'm looking for good examples that can help me convince this otherwise reasonable person that society would not collapse in upon itself without a nanny state to protect us from each other. Well, um, we're talking about central government, so federal government? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, the, the whole idea that the United States of America would, that the state governments couldn't handle that is absolutely ludicrous. Our states aren't much different than the size of the uh, of European countries over there. Yeah, look to the Soviet I mean, Union. The, the only thing that power is, uh, the, the government's about is power, you know, so they, they want a bigger government to have more power. There's more people to rule over, therefore more money to steal. Um, yeah, making the case for state governments versus uh, federal governments easy. Just look to the Soviet right. Union. I mean, they, when they broke up, now they're more pros- many of the and, countries are more prosperous. Yeah, let's let's suppose for a second that one state didn't want to do business with another. Like, oh, uh, you know, here all the people in uh, you know Wyoming don't want to do business. You know, they, Wyoming says we're not going to do business with South Dakota anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, so what? South Dakota will do business with the other forty-nine states. They don't need in the rest of the world. In the rest of the world, they don't need Wyoming. Yep. Smaller governments is at, at, at the very least better. And the idea that an armed gang of thugs somehow is holding the glue of society together is pretty absurd as well. We'll see you tomorrow night. It's been Ian here with you. And Nick. And Mark. Online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. The cynic says, I started losing my hair and there was nothing I could do. I wore a baseball cap because I was self-conscious. The believer says, I started using Avacor two months ago and already I'm regrowing my own hair. My bald spot is going. No caps for me. Are you a cynic? Avacor's formula is FDA-approved to regrow your own hair in as little as two months. Avacor's topical formula contains the only ingredient approved by the FDA to regrow hair without risk of sexual side effect. Call right now and ask about getting a free month supply of Avacor and receive Boost just for trying Avacor. Boost can make your hair visibly thicker with its first application. Call 1-800-451-8920. That's 1-800-451-8920. This is a limited time offer, so call now. Call 1-800-451-8920. 1-800-451-8920. Or log on to avacorradio.com.